0: So episode 99 that was a pretty crazy one greatest of all time OCR athlete that was a pretty intense debate about what 64 different athletes um, that Jack Bauer and Yancy Culper put together for a little trivia quiz on their website um and we got the chance to go through it with them uh, how did you find it, Jack?
1: fair, yeah, I thought it was going to be pretty simple. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, I've got my winner, thank you very much. But <laughs> when you start going through individually and then... The problem I had was, like, Yancey's obviously, well, yancy has got his opinion, bearing in mind he mm. coaches some of these guys. You've got Jack Bauer, who's going from the stats point of view. And then you've got Natasha that's going by looks and personality. And you've got me and you trying to think, well, you know, and it's quite good because we didn't all choose. In the end, we got to the same person in the end, but we all went a very different way slightly about doing it. Um, But boy, is it hard. You know, like you think you've got the greatest in your head and you go, oh, yeah, 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 that person. And then when you Mm. start looking at someone else and think, well, actually what they've accomplished and not just in Spartan, but in OCR, round and running and you start to think, wow, crikey, some of these athletes are, I mean, obviously the tiered section, you've got four or five that I would say that stand out on the male and female side. The rest, nothing nothing against the rest, but there's definitely... You come down... And I think everyone's going to come down to the same three, aren't they? Let's be fair.
0: Yeah, I think when it goes down to it, you're looking at like the major ones, kind of similar to what we knocked it down to when we got to our like final four... Um, you're probably going to see very similar final fours there could be one or two differences Um, I think the bits that surprised me the most were kind of some of the old school um, OCR athletes ones that did really well in the beginning of the sport in like Uh, 2010, 2011, 2012, like early years, uh, Spartan Worlds, OCRWC, World's Toughest Mudder. um, They had really good resumes of like achievements. And I think a lot of people didn't know that or may not know all of the achievements that they had done. So that kind of for a spanner in the works with a few of the choices, it kind of pushed people up and brought people down. Um, but yeah it is uh, it's a really interesting chat and uh, a lot of debating it's definitely, definitely
1: yeah definitely and, and it's quite funny how Yancy had his mindset on a couple of people and then by the time Jack threw a few stats out he was like oh no no I've changed my mind but anyway guys we hope you enjoyed this because it does go for one hour 40 so it is a long one but it is all good fun and great content and today's uh, podcast episode 99 I can't believe we've got to 99 100 next yep. whoop whoop <laughs>
2: Eyebrows are in now anyway, Yancey. You're leading the trend.
0: Bauer, talk us through the um, GOAT obstacle horse racing then. What is the...
2: uh, I thought you were going to say talk us through your eyebrows.
0: No, I can see his eyebrows from here. They're on fire.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're they're not like Yancey's. But uh, if we're going on the GOAT OCR eyebrows, I think Yancey would probably be a strong one seed at the moment.
0: Is it? Oh, yeah. That'll be the next game, yeah?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, actually, actually, speaking of uh, the goat thing, just as a little background, if, if you guys didn't see, we're doing the while there's no racing, we're trying to keep it interesting. So, we're doing the greatest of obs- or of all time. That's the goat of obstacle racing. So, basically, I created a bracket pretty similar to college basketball, what they do for March Madness in the U.S. And so, everyone has a, a one seed is most likely going to have a better historical performances than a 16 seed, and, and so. One faces the sixteen. Whoever wins faces the winner of the eight versus nine, and then slowly trickle down. And then you, you end up getting one winner from each region. They face each other, and then you have the the greatest of all time. Um, but anyway, I, I just wanted to ask you guys a, a little off-topic thing, real quick. This greatest of small time. Who's your uh, who's your Beatles goat? Beatles goat. Beatles. Yeah. Since this is a UK podcast, you got. i to ask I'm too young for that, but
1: it's got it. It's, it's got it. It's on got to be John, John Lennon, surely. Lennon. yeah. I, I'm not really? a big fan of I'm not a big fan of Paul McCartney sorry he's a bit of a he's a bit of a has been in he
4: <laughs> I take ringo
3: what yes you're you're out of left field let me, I, I
4: let let me, tell, you, let me tell you why let me tell you why here, here's why you know over here in America the the, the the stones were known as like the bad boys and the Beatles were like the good boys. Ringo could have shifted right over and came over to the Stones and would have fit right in, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Ringo, Ringo's got better range on and off the stage.
5: See, my
4: dad listened to the Bee Gees, so
2: that was what I. That's a little bit later on. Oh, is it?
1: Yeah, they both
3: start with a B, so that's pretty much
2: the same.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, if I had to choose anyone, uh, Keith Richards is my go-to. My go-to, definitely, or BB King yeah. or John Lee Hooker. I like the blues. I like the old blues.
3: Blue. Okay, I, I would go Paul. I, I'm going Paul McCartney for the Beatles.
1: What? Nah,
3: nah. What are you talking about? He's a has-been. Is it because he's still alive? Is that yeah, what you're...
1: Still... <laughs> <laughs> last man standing? He should have stopped a long time ago. Yeah, yeah.
3: Anyway, anyway, just had to throw that out there just to see some controversy. Um
2: But I'm it, really you glad you explained the goat. Jack because I would have got that so wrong I assumed it was like you've paired up the 16s and the ones etc you have to choose a pair to move from like that pair and that pair which pair move forward you have like one that's better one which
4: uh that's so much easier than what I was we love our we love our brackets over here in the U.S. especially the brackets of sixty-four.
3: Yeah, there, there are, there, like, a lot of, a lot of things that are not sports related are currently doing, like, their bracket just because there aren't sports here. And it's like, what are the 64 greatest serials? And they'll have, like, you know, the, the countdown to see who ends up winning. And then it's, it's basically an elimination contest until you get one remaining person from each region. Um, but you, you can see it in the diagram. It, it's pretty easy to follow the lines and, and see who will face each other if they win their previous round and stuff. Um, what I was thinking I'll te- is,
4: I'll tell you something that was fun. The- and Jack and I talked about this. The moment we launched, dude, the, the controversy started rolling in.
5: Hate hate. Uh, the best,
4: the best controversy is from the people that uh, literally they have blinders on. And I think all they think about is Spartan. Yeah. And that, that's, there's definitely some of that. Uh, now, now don't get me wrong. They have, I mean, they, if you've had an epic Spartan career, that packs a serious, serious punch, as you'll see, as we kind of dive in mm-hmm. to the 64 a little bit, but there's a lot of uh, and probably on both both sides, from across the pond and over here, what's been fun is there's so many, what I call, when Jack and I call them the young guard, they don't know some of these older these older folks that were kicking ass and taking names for the first five to six years. Well, please okay. tell me no one went, who's Hobie?
3: Uh, no, I, there were a <laughs> couple people. This is going to hurt you guys. I, a couple people asked me who James Appleton is.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but that, that, to be fair... I think there'll be people in England who would ask who James Appleton is. I wouldn't Ooh. worry about that one.
3: Okay, All right. I, I thought that would have triggered you a little more. But yeah, if you mean, said who's he
2: John Albert, I'd have been like, kick him out of the competition. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Sorry, block your IP address. You're not going
2: <laughs>
5: to this yeah. But I know yeah. you've
2: got some people saying who's Thomas Bueller and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Appleton,
5: absolutely. Hey, Appleton
4: Appleton's had a pretty damn legit career. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yep. He
5: had some yeah. great,
0: um, great finishes at uh, Worlds.
3: Yeah, he, he's had three podiums at uh ocr world championship and then a fifth and a seventh and twelve. like he's had consistently been a top 10 performer at ocr mm-hmm. world across four separate years and he's had a couple top like 7 10 and 12 at tahoe or killington so he's oh, yeah. he's a championship performer no doubt
4: and now and we just guys, and, at, and now we just run guy, through the lakes when, when yeah. you factor in his tough guy performances yeah. if you if you actually survive that race and live sure. that's an accomplishment He's won the damn thing many times.
2: And have you seen that footage of him in the shower afterwards, like people having to declothe him because he's literally like going into Oh, yeah. oh yeah.
3: People thought Tahoe was bad this past year. Come on. Yeah.
2: And oh, have no, you seen yeah. the um, footage of the, on the mudstickle site, the 2017 when he misses that bell on Skull Valley? Oh, it's heartbreaking.
4: Oh, I heart was heart standing heart right heart there beside him. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what is a good, uh, it was a good honesty honesty fist bump to him because I was literally three feet away watching and he missed that by a tenth of a centimeter and to the point where I don't think a single person would have said anything it was so ridiculously close Mm -hmm. the wind may have even made the thing move a little bit (laughs) but dude the honor program he freaking he knew he didn't touch it he ran his ass right back there and
1: jumped on it again he should have gone he should have gone ding and <laughs> just carried yeah, on running.
3: <laughs> yeah. And all he had to do is hold off Atkins charging on him if he you know on the on the redo. So no big deal there. No.
5: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: So so what I was thinking is maybe we could each fill out a bracket, kinda get our own goat. I'm not gonna be like, all right, Luke, you're gonna do this for five minutes. It'll be like, all right, everybody, give me your pick. The first matchup is Lindsay versus Alex Rodania um so if you you guys want to do that and if you have any questions on like who some of the people are yancy and i can fill you in on some of their stats and you, know, <laughs> yeah. you want to you want to do a bracket also i'm, I'm keeping track of these so that way i'll uh, i'll give you guys a screenshot when it's all done and you can post who you guys think your goat is and just kind of encourage people let nice.
5: are, go-
1: are we going on are we going on the list that you sent us jack yeah yeah,
3: yeah. you guys have all those images
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going on up. your
2: instagram yeah, and if you go if you try, go to my Instagram
3: yeah. or Yancey's Instagram, you click the link in the bio, it'll take you straight to the page to vote on it.
0: I got it. So, um, are we going to do A a first, A bracket?
3: Yeah, it, we'll, we'll do all the the top left bracket, and then we'll all move on to the next one. So basically, we're going to decide is like Lindsay or Killian or someone or Rhea in that bracket going to be the, the, the lone person, then we'll move on to another one.
0: Is everyone cool. got it yet? Yeah? Let's go. You guys
3: good? Yeah, there you yep. go.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'm just stripping,
2: getting ready.
3: No. Yeah. adding spice to the show
1: yeah yeah we'll do that <laughs> shame is a podcast and not a video in it <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. all right so so the number one seed in this in this region is Lindsey webster i think it's kind of self-explanatory what she's done uh never misses the podium basically she's had two missed podiums in her entire career for ocr worlds and spartan race and that's in all uh, like 46 races so she's pretty good uh, Alex Rodina, she's she she is. Uh, she's got 35 podiums in her career. Her nickname is Chikorita. You've probably heard of her. Mm. And she has three finishes in the top 11 at Spartan World Championships before. She's done pretty well at uh, Toughest. And she's kind of been one of the uh, – she's been there since the original year. She was one of the first original or uh, international athletes to kind of make a name for herself on the U.S. scene. So. Nice. I, I, oh, what are you
4: guys? going with
1: I feel sorry so, for Alex.
2: <laughs> really sorry, it's but going
0: against
1: Lindsay
3: definitely. And, and that's the thing. There are a lot of people who have like a really tough draw. We'll, we'll talk about them later. But like for instance, Ryan Kent. I mean, he's he's an a seed, and I would argue he's probably right around one of the top ten, like most accomplished guys in the sports history. Oh, yeah. And if he if he makes it past round one, he's got to face Hobie. So it's yeah. like that, that's <laughs> just one the draw. So unfortunately, so we're we're all going Lindsay on this one. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Peter Ziska, the all-time uh, most podiums in Spartan history, he has over a hundred. Think of that, a hundred. Imagine doing hundred races, never mind podium at hundred. Um, yeah. He's a former European champion, and uh, his his opponent is Mikhail uh from Canada. A lot of people don't Canada. have a whole lot of a whole lot of background about him. Yeah, he's,
1: he's been um, on the podcast. We've we been know we get on yeah. Play before. Yeah.
3: Okay, so you, so you guys would agree he's pretty underrated. I mean, he's, oh yeah, he's hugely. Underrated. He won, he won the team title at OCR Worlds 2018. Um, he had a 6th and a ninth, 8th, ninth, 14th, like at OCR Worlds. So he's consistently, you know, bottom half of the top 10. Uh, not bad at all. But in he, had Canada,
0: a, he had an amazing show in uh, uh, North American Championships 2018. Did he come 4th yeah. or something?
3: West, West Virginia, he was 5th or 6th. Um, so yeah, that, that's really good, a that, yeah. great point there as well. And his average place in his uh, twenty eight career or thirty two career races. He has twenty eight podiums and which is the fourth highest ratio ever. So he's on the podium seven out of eight races in his career and his average place is two point two. So nice. that's pretty legit. Like if he's not winning, he's basically second place.
1: This is a hard one. I yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Ziska. Yeah, yeah, Ziska
3: just for the body of work, I think. Okay. Hundred
4: races, hundred podiums is crazy.
1: Okay.
4: I'm gonna go with Mikhail just because I think Race over race, um, I think he's seen a little more consistent, higher level of competition,
5: mm.
4: not by much. Um, and I think if they, I'm going off if if my gut, if they raced ten times, I think Mikhail would win six or more. Mm. If they race, if they race in the same race side by side ten times, Mikhail would win. He'd win the majority. Uh,
5: That's my yeah.
1: gut. Uh, yeah, I think I'd have to agree. If they race raced tomorrow, I think Mikhail would probably beat Ziska. Personally. Ooh, I don't
5: know.
1: But I don't I'm not know. I do you not know. well, one. Because Mikhail was supposed to be doing the national series this year, wasn't he? He was gonna come over and do the national series. Yeah, so that's,
3: that's tough. So, so I guess I'm the tiebreaker because we've got two and two. I'm also gonna go Mikhail. He, as <sighs> as great as Peter Ziska is, he he won um one of those I think he won the super at the Trifecta World Championship this year. And that's again some of the best in the sport. Like you've got everybody over here. Um, to give you a perspective, like Atkins, he, got, he fell out of the top 10 in a couple of those. So, I mean, that was a ridiculously deep field. But I just think, in terms of versatility, we've seen Peter do very well. If this was a Spartan only thing, I would probably go with him. But just due to uh, mixed versatility, I'm going to go with him. Cool. That is.
4: Okay. Who's next?
3: All right. Here is a. This one is basically split 50 50 This is tough. In this is votes. tough. Alyssa Holly or Ryan Kempston? <sighs>
2: Yeah, it's, this is hard when you think of, like, previous results and then what's fresh in your mind. It Yeah. It plays you either way.
3: Yeah. So, Yancey, you want to give a little bit of a background? Just you, you've got that same sheet as me.
4: Yeah, the, the, the biggest glaring deviation, and some of this goes back to Ryan's, uh, you know, when he initially jumped in. Alyssa kind of jumped in the scene and was just kicking ass and taking names. Ryan's average finish is 11.7 Spartan. Uh, Alyssa is 3.0 massive deviation there. But right now, like if we're talking today, I'm telling you right now, I would say Kempson is the, the, the better of the two. Hmm. Uh, so what I do is go away from, uh, the, uh, Spartan and look at, uh, OCRWC, And then you have, let me see here. Alyssa has she, no history there. Kempson, she's a Spartan girl. Yep. Yep. Uh, Kimson
0: did Norams, didn't he? North America
4: Championship. Yeah. Four, yeah. Kimson has three uh tough mutter podiums. He has a yes. Savage Race. He has a Savage Race podium. And here's the clincher for me. Oh, that's good. He has two Battle Frog podiums, guys. And I know you guys didn't get maybe didn't get to experience Battle Frog very much, but, but we've had... if you finish a Battle Frog, <laughs> you're a badass. You're on and this they, list you did well. a shit ton excuse my friends a ton of people elites would not finish those freaking races so that's the topper for me that's why i'm going for the my first big upset is kemson because there's a gr- broader range yeah. of of history mm-hmm. and if you take the last couple years that 11.7 average goes way way down so i got to go with Kempson. yeah likewise
0: i agree kemson
4: holly's a badass Oh yeah, okay. I'm
2: taking nothing away from her, but sorry, it's Kempson.
3: So every, everyone's going, uh, Ryan Kempson.
1: Yeah, Jack. I yeah yeah I, yeah. I, I like Kempson. He's one of my favorite athletes. So yeah, I'm I, going with Kempson.
3: I would a hundred percent agree with Yancey right now. He is a podium threat no matter what. But the thing that I I'm actually going Alyssa. If you put the two of them in a vacuum, Alyssa's finishes at Tahoe fourth, third, and eighth. Ryan Kempsons, 47, 80, 152, 80, 33, and 9. If you look at their career U.S. National Series podiums, Alyssa has seven, Kempson has two. Like, I I, I think if you look at the entirety of their career, there was one stretch where you just thought uh, for about three, four years, it was the, the Fab Five for women, and Alyssa was in there, and she was consistently getting third, like right around the podium or fourth every single race because Nicole mm-hmm. and Lindy were a little better. Yeah. But I think if you look at her entire, her entire career, she is the better historical racer than Ryan Kempston. Ryan Kesler's peak, currently, without question, I think he's he's better. But this is the goat. This is the greatest of all time. And I think that Alyssa's yeah, accomplishment. The,
4: is yeah, Jack why brings up a good. There. Jack brings up a great point there, and it's so easy to get your mind skewed. Is we're looking at greatest of all time,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, and there's so many things that happen in, in history that it's 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 hard to remember all those. Unless you're really diving into the numbers, this is a tough one, man. I mean, Jack literally swayed my opinion a little bit there, just with his his little (laughs) talk.
2: (laughs) Can I say something potentially controversial?
5: Yeah, is it because
2: there's a bigger depth of competition in the men's field?
4: Plays a huge role. Yeah, definitely plays a
3: role. Totally agree, and I think that if, if like Ryan's, if you took Ryan's current shape and three years ago. He wouldn't have got 150 second. He would have been, uh, if he got top nine last year, he would have been top five a few years ago. There's no doubt. It's just he put it together at, in 2019 and then later, even though he was on the scene for four or five years beforehand. And this is nothing against him. I think he's one of the best athletes out there. He's a great guy. And I think that his current peak, he's better than Alyssa. But if you look in a vacuum, if you had a, you know, person A, person B, you put their stats next to each other. I think without knowing who they are, most people would go with Alyssa. So
4: that's why I oh God. <laughs> Natasha okay. on that note super quick. What's been fun to to watch is how back in the day the gap between male and female for lack of their terms quality of athlete and the depth of the field it's gotten better and better and better over the years for the for the females. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely.
3: Okay, so moving on, number 4 seed Sergey Paraligan versus 13 seed James Appleton.
0: Well, see, this is hard because obviously Sergei he hasn't raced Tahoe, hasn't been able to get to America, but his uh, results in Europe, um, in like the Middle East, in Russia are uh, outstanding. Like Normally he turns up to a race and he's like a lock for a podium. Um, his finish in the Euros in Italy, just gone, was one of the best finishes to a race I think I've ever seen past this. That's,
3: that's yep. great with Peter. Oh, that was so oh. good. Oh,
0: I'm rigged.
1: still not sure he even took that road touched that rig. I'm, th- I'm pretty sure he just jumped from the box to the end yeah, and hit no. the bell with <laughs> a back in the middle. Yeah, uh, um, he made I'm Peter sure. Ziska look silly. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was I'll, tell
4: you, I'll tell you. what, guys. The, an, another big stat for for Sergey and and you know Jack's numbers do not lie. He's basically scored a 97.00. His best max rating all time on, on our rankings is 96.99 way above james's best and they both have a decent number of spartan races to their belt so mm-hmm. that's the big sway for for me is yeah he's he's had some am- amazing performances o- overseas but the the cool thing about the numbers is there's enough people in europe that come over here and race and enough of us to go over there and race that it mixes enough when you see him run a 96.99 max rating That number is stupid legit. That's that right there is forever. Like that's like a hall of fame number to be a ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven up is just like this freaking first ballot hall of famer when you've done that. From the races that we've
1: raced against him, the only person to ever beat him is John Abben, if I can remember rightly.
4: Yep.
5: Um,
3: Sergey has five top tens at OCR Worlds. Here's one that will just seal the deal. He he has been the regional champ. You know how they have European uh, regional championship. mm -hmm. He won that before. He won the Middle East and he won the Asia Pacific. Yeah. He's won in three different regions. Like he, and w- he has five top ten OCR worlds. Come on,
1: and he would have won Greece as well if he hadn't missed that spear.
3: He has five five podiums all time at uh, t- er, uh, top five at the trifecta Championship. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's incredible. Really good, yeah.
1: but
0: obviously James James Appleton, he was a bit of a more of an old school competitor. That's that's great. Jay. He hasn't really raced over the last couple of years too much. Natasha, you'd know more because he's raced... No, I
2: months, but I remember looking back on old videos and seeing him running but, with John Album, Thomas Blanc, Albon. all oh, the yeah. top guys. Yeah, he was, so, yeah, and he and was, was a
0: contender in the UK all the time when he was racing like, yeah. consistently. I think last time I saw him race was 2017 OCRWC, maybe 2018. I so don't Canada. know, yeah. I Canada, Canada. That was a great relay race um, against the Americans, or Canadian, yeah, yeah, For the mixed team. Uh, but I haven't seen him race since then. I'm not too sure. Maybe he did race 2018 OCRWC, but I guess Sergei has just got a greater win ratio. I'm going Sergei. Yeah,
4: I'm
0: going Sergei.
1: Yep, so am I. Clean sweep.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, the next Next matchup: Thomas van Tonder from South Africa versus Marco Vidar from Canada. Well, They're two really different athletes, but both severely accomplished.
0: Mm-hmm. TVT. So
2: uh, yeah, I'm going TVT. What,
0: what races does uh, Mark Andre Bedard race? Mainly um, it, Nor, Norseman race? What's the one in Canada that he races a lot?
3: So he, he was actually on, he was, that, the first time Hobie Call lost in 2011 was at Killington Beast. Marco won that race. Um, and yeah, and Marco is on the Battle Frog Pro Team forever, um, and he has had in in his uh, history. This is OCR World Individual. He got sixth in the 15K in 2014, seventh in 2015, 13th. Um, he's had several. Uh, he, he was the Ultra Beast World Champion in 2016 at Tahoe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's done pretty well on the Team in World's Toughest Mudder. Uh, he's, he's just a very well. Like well-rounded yeah. non-specialists, I guess.
4: Yeah, and I, I think these this matchup brings up a great topic in that whoever's take whoever's filling out their bracket. Like, if you lean endurance, ultra, longer stuff, you know, you're gonna you're probably gonna pick Marco. But if you lean like that, the the more explosive athlete, uh, you know, OCRWC he, a short course or the Warrior Race, where it takes strength, strength, endurance, you're gonna go Thomas. You know so really it depends on like what this is going to be an interesting to we'll see how it turns out and I think Jack I think the the statistics are pretty close on voting for these two right so like far 30 or something
3: I, I was going to say it's not a runaway I'm like some of the Yeah other it's ones, not a so runaway
4: Yeah um man is that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm going to I stopped the silence you guys go ahead I'm going to I'm so freaking 50/50 on this one it's I'm so
0: gonna go on just because I know some of the results he's had when he's come from South Africa into Europe. Um like the Red Bull conquered the castle, he got on the podium there, he was in, yep. in, uh, OCR WC in so, the podium at OCRWC and
3: UK, which So is- let, let me let me tell you this one other stat. So in twenty fourteen, OCR Worlds, Marco mm-hmm. got sixth, Thomas got seventh. In twenty fifteen, same exact race, Marco got seventh. Thomas got eight. So he beat him head to head by one place, two years in a row. Ooh, that's tough. I didn't even realize that.
4: I'm going for (laughs) Thomas because I feel, I would argue that he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest obstacle specialists. Mm -hmm. He has that, you know, you have cyborg grip and then you have Thomas. (laughs) grip.
1: Dude, the grip that's required for some of those warrior races are, oh, is 100. like those rigs. Honestly, they're like seventy meters long. They are crazy, crazy. His, crazy. Grip, his grip, Those guys would have
4: come over. Yeah. Those guys would have come over and just they would have set up a cot and lived on the battle frog podium.
5: Because
4: that battle frog's the closest thing we've had over here that was like that. It's like you about a ninety percent chance you were not going to finish that race. And I think Benny Gifford was the very first uh, person outside of South Africa to travel and actually finish, just finish the race. And a lot of people had tried before him.
1: The other thing he won as well, which I think I'm swaying towards Thomas, was the 100 meter short course at OCR Worlds this year. Uh, yeah. He beat some pretty legit people on that course, i.e. Leon Kafol. who, let's be fair. It, that course was made for Leon. He, I mean, he's a little ninja. Thomas is okay. double his size. You can fit two of Leon's in Thomas. <laughs>
3: yeah. You Th- know? Thomas also has the fourth most OCR world's podiums all time. Oh, wow. So, or fifth. Sorry, I, I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, that, so that, that right there, I think that that seals the deal, but it is really interesting seeing That's, that head yeah, head
5: it's head. Close. Marco
3: had his number. Um, okay, yeah. so we all voted Thomas. Are we going to have a Thomas versus Thomas matchup next round? Is it Thomas Ooh. Bile versus Rhea Cole?
5: See,
2: um, see, this is hard because heart and head. Because I love Rhea. That's really biased of me. <laughs> just because I love her.
1: Yeah, Rails, so you guys... Surely uh, Rhea's done a lot of stuff and yeah. won a lot of like, ultras and like.
4: Yeah, surely her
1: see. stats prove that she is one of the greatest.
4: Two world toughest mother titles. Mm-hmm. It's huge and
3: yeah my, my question for you in Europe like you see Thomas race he's obviously one of the best out there a lot of the mm-hmm. American listeners are not going to know who he is
1: how yeah. would you describe him he wins yeah. all the OCR series doesn't he yeah well he's
0: yeah performing really hard at the OCR series um again at Red Bull Conquer the Castle he was on the podium I think he actually won last year's one he beat Nikolai yeah he did yeah, yeah. um I kind of, I've seen a lot more of him in the last two years. He seems to have exploded and uh, found a bit more of a rhythm. There's a lot of, um, he's from Belgium. There's quite a lot of Belgium uh, OCR racers that are really like pushing Coming uh, through. OCR worlds. He came third at OCR WC this last year, just
3: gone. The 15K and he won yeah. the team competition. Yep.
1: Yeah. Is a how state... o- Jack, how old is he? He's,
3: he's I don't got... know. I... guess mid
1: 20s, yeah. Yeah, so he's still quite young. So he's he's coming up. So potentially, if he doesn't win this round, I feel that he he might win in the future because he's got so much to live still.
3: And that's a great that's a great point because if this is what's right now, Mm -hmm. if we look five years from now, this bracket's going to be completely different. And to go back to like the Ryan Kempson argument, he has a few more solid years like he's been doing. He can be a two seed, but like when
4: it's all kind of done. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna just, tell you. I'm gonna tell you a quick Raya, Raya story, and this is this is this is probably the one the reason why I pick her. So I was at World's Tell Mudder in 17, and I saw that I saw an, a robotic cyborg performance by her. She actually covered as many miles as Ryan Atkins, yeah. When you factored in her penalties, Ryan mm-hmm. didn't fail a single obstacle. When you add up Raya's penalty runs, that they factored it out that she ran the same number of miles that Ryan Atkins won, and she won that race. It was not even a competition, um, and had she been running with with the men, she would have had a very high, very high finish. And it was, it was, it was an amazing, amazing performance. And she backed it up in in eighteen, and she's done pretty darn well on the uh, on the Spartan scene as well. So that's going to be the reason why I go with Rea. Plus a podium at OCRWC. Um, that's
3: she's just unbeatable in endurance at the moment for women. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. The, um-
0: did she win the Spartan Ultra?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, won that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think onrea actually winning like championship races. I think I'm yeah. picking yeah. her because she has won the Spartan yeah. Ultra, World's <laughs> toughest mother, which is crazy hard to do, and she made it look. Great. And don't forget about
3: toughest in yeah. her past four <laughs> years at Tahoe nine five five seven. Yeah, she
1: is. Let's be fair. Is there anyone out there that can compete with Rare right now, currently at an Ultra? Any any girl out there that can? Like,
3: no, no. she's
1: like that, that's
4: that, that's that's why. What you just said is the reason why World's Toughest mutter performance plays a big role in this because year over year, man, that field is all. I know last year they kind of went off a little bit and they changed their the way they lay it out a tad. It became mm. a little weird, but it, the. A lot of what goes into this, if you look at all the stats that we look at and Jack compiles, it's all its all races where top compet- a lot of competition shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, it, It's always going to be a relatively deep field. And so there's some other picks down the road where it's like, why did that person, like a Trevor or a Chris make it in there, dude, when you go 100 miles at World's Toughest Mudder and get that orange jacket, you are a badass. Oh. I've done that race. A lot of people have come in, crazy epic athletes, and get nowhere near 100 miles. You are a mental and physical beast when you go 100 miles as a male, or to go 90. Her and Amelia are the only two to ever do that. I mean, that's just that. That race is has got its place in, in OCR history, man. That's like a it's it's tattooed on OCRs on all of our brains. So I got to go with Ray. And has anybody done the math yet? There is no way we're going to keep this under 90 minutes.
5: <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll
3: speed it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll speed it run. up.
0: Rare for that round.
1: Okay. This next uh, one's the hardest if, if every, my opinion. All
3: right. Here, uh, okay. So so to be nice and quick, let's do the most difficult one. Yuri Force uh, the second. This great, is Bracken Crocker.
4: Ooh. See? Um I'm going I'm going Bracken because yeah. he has a much broader range. Yeah. If, if uh, you take away if you take away Savage, you know, and technically there, there's been a few athletes come in and and, and beat Yuri. If you take away Savage, Yuri doesn't have a big resume. Uh, I'd so say, his
3: fifty-four Savage podiums don't count.
4: <laughs> yeah, but, no, they count. No, they count for me for sure. Yeah, he yeah. Is, obviously deserves to be on this bracket of sixty-four because yeah. he does have some other history. But Bracken, Bracken is the old guard, and Jack can give you some stats. You know, Bracken is the only guy to podium ten years in a row. That's an epic yeah. Jack stat right yeah. there.
2: That's exactly yeah. what I was just about to say. His number one was versatility, the fact he's podium 10 years in a row. And the, also, I know this doesn't necessarily count, but the what he brings... Uh, not he's got a bald head. head.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so does Yuri. <laughs> yeah, so does <laughs> all the
2: baldies. You know, he's done everything from ultra to stadion, and he is competitive in all of them. But he, I, he also brings a different element, other than just being an athlete to OCR, which I think will give him yeah, yeah. a place in history he, he brings a lot of education to the community his new podcast is brilliant so if you take away just the racing it's like i don't I know what
0: about uh jack has um bracken ever beat yuri at savage
3: um no
2: no but has yuri beaten bracken in any other race uh, no uh, if you
3: look at their, if you look at their max I, rating i think they did max- a battle frog together but
4: and their max, uh, their, their max Spartan ranking, Bracken is almost two full points above okay. above Yuri.
3: Yuri's done twelve Spartans in his career, and he's podium nine of them. And Bracken, so Bracken has fifty five Spartan podiums. Yuri has fifty four Savage podiums. So they're basically the opposites, in, or you know, identical in opposite brands. Um, but I think just as as a couple of people mentioned, versatility. Bracken was the podium for the Beast and Ultra Beasts in twenty twelve. Um, at Killington, and he's been a Stadium Series champ. And I, I believe he he and Robert Killian are the only two to have a podium at the World Championship, U.S. National Series, Stadium, and Mountain Series races. Wow. Um, so that's the versatility. So I'm going yeah. bracket with that. Yeah, there
1: we go. Bracken yeah. it is then on that. This one. All,
3: All right, up,
5: Yuri.
1: Next.
3: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's. I mean, without question, that's that's a brutal matchup. Um, the next one's going to be pretty easy. Robert Killian versus Leanne. i did
2: you say that. That's rude.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, but what I was what I was about to follow up with is, I feel <laughs> so bad for Leanne because she's always that person who just gets. She's the next best one, in every yeah. like you know the top the, the Fab Five, and then Leanne, and it's like she's beating some of them. Sometimes it's just yeah. she always gets the short end of the stick.
5: On you stuff put up.
2: her against Killian
5: she got I mean,
3: seen
0: yeah <laughs> well, champ. Um, I think you got you got to go for Killian on that yeah. one
2: yeah
4: let's see it
3: yeah okay so now now we're gonna move up um, the the matchup so we've got Natasha Lindsay versus Peter Ziska who are you going with
2: Lindsay Lindsay okay. yeah Lindsay
3: every, every single person's going Lindsay over whether you pick Nick or uh, Lindsay okay
4: yep I think anyone right. in this, you put- yeah, yeah, we can we can fly now. We've talked about <laughs> yeah, yeah. all
5: these <laughs> no, things. That, we gave you the go. background, all right?
3: Okay, <laughs> we'll see how much we fly right now. A couple of days ago, they actually had a head-to-head matchup, and Sergey beat Ryan Kempston in that uh, OCR Open Challenge. Will shoot beat hmm. him in the bracket?
2: That's not OCR though. It's not an OCR race. It's a WOD. I'm trying to
3: set up a comparison. This, <laughs> <long.
0: laughs> so, would we lose so Sergey, uh, uh, Sergey.
5: I, I think Sergey. I yeah. think Sergei's got more to offer. Yeah.
3: Every, every single person, and I was the only person to pick. Alyssa, I'm also going uh, Sergey. He's just he's yeah. just too well-rounded. Okay, here's tough. Thomas Van Tonder, Rhea Coble.
1: Ooh, let's get spicy. Rhea. It's got to be Raya, just purely Rhea. because of what she's done at what level, yeah.
3: Okay, so is, is every single person going Rhea? Yeah. yeah. Man, look at how fast this is going. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even type them in this fast. All right,
5: Bracken versus Robert Killian. Oh, Oh, this is going
2: to be really bad because uh, I'm probably not thinking analytically. I'm thinking who I like. It's Killian.
1: It's Killian. It's Killian.
2: Because I like him.
1: Yeah, you're outnumbered. Killian is. Uh, Killian.
3: She can do her own bracket. Do you think
2: Bracken got her own bracket? Yeah. I'm going Bracken because. Because. (laughs) Just because.
3: All right. I, I guess Killian and his uh, his ridiculous 65 podiums and 13 U.S. National Series podiums. I told never
2: you,
3: I'm being silly team. and yeah, not yeah. analytical. That, that's fine. All right, Natasha, I'm going to let you be the uh, the Odd one out. The person who does this one. Rhea versus Bracken. Rhea.
2: Okay.
5: <laughs>
3: Is everybody picking Rhea over Killian?
1: Yeah. Over Killian? Out of Killian? Oh, yeah. Now yeah, it's... No. Now it's Raya no. versus Killian. No, it's not individual brackets, Killian. So, okay. I can't stand it, but it's got to be Killian. I'm going Killian. I
3: am as well. Okay, so I'm just updating these. So, N- Natasha, you're going Raya. Um, okay, and everyone else has Killian. Cause... All right, Lindsay versus Sergey.
5: Lindsay. Lindsay.
3: <laughs> that, that took a lot of talking. Um, <laughs> all right, here's the tough one, Natasha, because you're the different one. I'm going to let you go first.
5: Is
3: it Lindsay or
5: Rhea?
4: Lindsay. Lindsay. And then Lindsay versus Robert Killian. Everybody else. Lindsay. So obvious. It's tough, tough. But I'm going Lindsay. That's tough.
1: Close. Bearing in mind, Lindsay's probably going to win this. So it's got to be Lindsay.
2: Consistency. Like, I know that Killian really focused on world champs last year. But consistency, Lindsay.
4: Oh yeah, she has such. She's so. She's she's raced everywhere. She's done everything. But basically, she she's even slipped in two Savage podiums somehow.
1: And like, yeah. she, she it's went, fine because when when we get Ryan in from the other side, Lindsay will get knocked out in the final anyway. So it doesn't matter.
3: No, it does matter. What's your bracket? You, do you want do you
5: want <laughs> Killian or do you want OTR Lindsay? No, no, no. I think Lindsay.
1: I think Lindsay. She's won right. short course,
2: long course, different yeah, races. It's Lindsay,
0: yeah. but it's close. It's closer than. Close yeah.
3: down. This one's Rob, Rob also got a tough draw, but realistically when it's Hobie, John, Ryan Atkins and Lindsey, it's really tough to kick them out as a one seed. So Killian got the a really tough battle right there. Okay, so every single person... Robert
4: Killian play. does not make the final four. Think about that. I love it. That's crazy.
3: Wow. Alright, I'm not even, even going to describe this. Unfortunately for Allison Ty, she is facing John Alvin. I, we're on a UK podcast. I'm just going to write John Alvin.
2: Yeah, John, John Alvin. I'll be honest, I can give you my goat for the whole lot. It's going to be John Alvin.
5: <laughs> whoa, whoa, this is a
3: little <laughs> biased. You don't even know how they're matching up yet? Um, okay. uh, Yancey, I know that you've, you've worked close with Allison in the past. Um, you, you want to just give a quick little bio? It's, just awesome. just very, a
4: it's, a, it's a very tough draw because she could have easily made the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, but she's going up against Alvin. Her, her history at World's Toughest Mudder has just been uh, amazing. She's
3: probably the best who's never won it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. She has well, yeah, She has multiple podiums at WTM. Um, a lot of, of tough motor podiums in general. She's won so many freaking ultra Spartan Ultra Beast, she can't even keep count. Um
0: yeah. Didn't she win the Enduro in Australia?
1: Yeah, she did, yeah. Which is yep. pretty yeah, twenty
3: four hour one a couple years ago. Yep.
1: It's a pretty, yeah, uh, she, pretty
3: good And fun. she's so, been a sparring pro, pro team member for a while. I mean
4: it's just a it's just a, t- it's just a tough draw. Just All right. Oh, yeah. Here,
3: now we're gonna. Uh, wow, this Connor is actually Hancock. amazing.
4: Is Connor, Connor
3: Han- Hancock or Deanna Blake?
5: Connor Hancock. Connor, oh, Hancock. Connor Hancock. Ah, do
3: you know who Deanna Blake is? No,
5: she oh, does who? I know this. Connor. I'm I'm
0: aware. And not only from Blegmets, <laughs> we we know who yeah, she yeah.
3: is. Okay, Yancy, yeah, so you give you give a little on Deanna, just so these UK biased people will actually make a more decision.
4: <laughs> well. I think, I think the key with Deanna is the insane history at world's toughest mutter. Uh, probably could have, probably could have won more than she did, but she, she went team and watching her the year that Hunter's team, Hunter, Miguel, Dennis, and Mark Jones won in, uh, in 2014, that year, Deanna drug her team. I watched her. She kept her three guys on a tether. You know how in, and. in, in endurance race. You'll tether up. She was the lead tether person. And she was like a freaking Alaskan Malamute dragging that sled team around. They were beat to crap. And Deanna Blake was like a cyborg and almost that team almost took down Hunter's team at World's Cup mother. It's one of the most epic performances I've ever seen in OCR history. I was there. Um, it's probably, I mean, this is a tough one. If it wasn't for that performance, I would go Connor. But that performance alone seals it for me. That's why I'm going with Deanna.
2: He's he like OCR world champs. He's podiumed all the time. He's been in the t- in the, won the team race. And you realize? Oh, I know. Deanna,
4: the- Deanna
3: Blake got second at Spartan Worlds in 2013. Mm-hmm. I don't that? think
2: I've seen anyone in the UK beat Connor Hancock apart from John Albin. He's amazing. Right. I, I
4: Can't see who who are you going with. I agree, and it's funny. My brain is weird because I, I, my performance, I'm much better at the short stuff, but I, because of the mentality that goes into that crazy 24-hour stuff, it plays a factor for me. I'm a huge yeah. Connor fan. I love watching him race at OCRWC, but I'm going with freaking Deanna.
3: All right, I'm going Connor. Just mm-hmm. I think he's got uh-huh. a, a very he, the only person who can beat him when he's on in in Europe seems to have been John Alvin in big races. So. All right. Yep. Another, another so tough young.
5: one.
3: Yeah. And, and he just doesn't race too much anymore. But here's here's a really difficult one. I don't know if everybody realizes how dominant she was, but Kate Kramer versus Rebecca Hammond.
5: Oh,
2: yeah. And this is tough because if it's <laughs> all time, Rebecca's so new.
4: That- so I, coached, I coached. I've been coaching Kate for a long time. Obviously, for two years, she hasn't been racing for an injury and now she's pregnant. But Every, we would talk before every stadium race, and our goal—the goal was never to win the female. The goal was top. It was just a podium for the men. Before every single race, like podium for the men, that's the goal, Kate. And did she was? She did it twice.
3: She did it twice. He
4: did it freaking twice. And if you weren't cyborg status, you were getting your ass beaten on the men's side. I'm going to go,
2: I'm going to, if this is of all time and at this point in time, I think Rebecca, if this was two years down the line, I'd say Rebecca, because I think she's awesome. But I'm going to go Kate at the moment because of her history.
0: I want to know if Kate Kramer has beat you, Jack, at a stadium then.
3: Uh, one of those races where she podiumed overall was Dallas. <laughs> yeah, no, I may have been there. Yeah. Yeah. You got that, that, was, that, was my, that was my first that was my first stadium race ever, but she, she crushed it. She has run fifteen stadiums in her career and she's won twelve of them and got Whoa. second the other three.
4: Ooh.
5: Yeah.
3: So yeah. Oh, and and if you now, now with, with that with man, that with
4: yeah. that said, I'm yeah. going with I'm going with Rebecca just because yeah. I, I think I think in the, in a couple of years she's been able to put together a career oh, no, that's that slightly. I'm thinking of now, but in Rebecca's a couple of years, a, I'd say Rebecca. Rebecca, yes, this is proper me because I coach Kate, but I'm going Rebecca.
0: Yeah, Rebecca's had yeah. huge podium, yeah. massive she, events.
4: Rebecca's
5: okay. At four, Rebecca four
3: podiums at OCR Worlds, um, and she's uh, got second and fourth at Tahoe. Uh, oh. I mean, she's she's unreal,
5: Rebecca.
0: Rebecca, definitely.
3: So, is every single person going Rebecca? Yeah. Okay. Here's here's the battle of the uh, top Europeans, Albert Solavers, Richard Hynek.
1: This is tough because I actually really like Richard. And I think Richard is going to be one to watch, like seriously one to watch in the future. I think he'll overdo Soleil, but I do think Soleil is an absolute beast. Soleil, because he's He wipes up every single race he even enters. And yeah, he, he's dabbled like- in OCR Worlds, and he came to Tahoe this year. Last year, he did year. European OCR
0: European champs.
1: Yeah,
5: he's
0: podiumed podium there. Hynek had obviously one of the biggest results ever, getting winning the trifecta, which is crazy at his age. Yeah, um, we had him on the show. We talked to him about it, and he's
1: he I, didn't even I, realise he'd won. He yeah, was like, he was "Oh, so, okay."
0: <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> Albert Sole has been. Outrageously good since he took up OCR. So yeah. it has to
1: be Soleil because I think Soleil's won more in his future in the in his
0: yeah, he was I'm like going, in, I'm in go- I'm
4: going with Soleil because of the full body of work, but I'm telling you right now, for Heineck to already have a 97.07 max rating, both the guys are 97 plus, which is like I said, cyborg mode. Yeah. Soleil barely beats him out there. But uh, I think I think in say three years. He definitely takes maybe one year. He takes Soleil for sure, but I'm going with Soleil.
3: Yeah, Soleil won his first 13 career Spartans, and he won 17 of his first 20, including European Championship and a few other series races in Europe. And I mean, he's he's had four that OCR World a couple of times. Like he's he's an unreal. I, I think he's probably the second best European racer besides John Alvin In my opinion,
1: I um, think um, just yeah. to, just a side note there. I know we haven't got much time, but I think if Abu Dhabi happens this year. I think Heineck, Soleil, and Sergey will all be in the top ten.
3: Yeah, they've all they've all raced in the, or not Soleil, but Heineck and Sergey have raced in the Middle East several times.
1: Yeah, January's I, I think I think they'll knock a few big American names out for sure.
3: Okay, tough one. Rose Wessel, Johnny Luna Lima.
2: Yeah.
3: See,
0: Rose's old school, absolutely amazing, and Johnny's she's been, new
2: school, amazing.
0: Yeah, but I've... For me, Rose Wetzel, just because she's got amazing history, and she came back and podiumed last year,
2: yeah.
0: At the um the series race after being out for so long, she's also been on um, American Ninja Warrior as well. So she's done multiple forms of obstacle yeah.
1: so, I don't think Johnny's won enough yet. He's had one podium, hasn't he, or two? This podiums.
2: is like a yeah. This Johnny is like a versus
1: Kempston. No, no. I mean the National Series. I mean,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. He he has six total career podiums, uh, in his life, but.
1: Yeah. I'm going, Rose. Kick
2: ass Mom. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: okay, I'm going, Rose. Yeah. Going, Rose. Rose, Rose, yeah. Rose.
3: Okay. That I think that this is one of those ones where a few years down the line, Johnny could establish yeah. himself as. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the next the, though, next, right. next, the next, the Su- next one's Su- so yeah. easy. The next one's easy. Zuzana, Kosimova Kotsamova, or
5: Ken yeah, Zuzana.
0: Air Force.
1: Zuzana.
0: <laughs> I just want to go
3: with Zuzana. Yeah.
0: It's Zuzana, definitely.
3: All right, yeah. Air Force Ken is basically—I think he's had 25 or so races as Savage, and he has only missed the podium once. He's basically the next best guy other than Yuri, and he—he he was running with all the top guys at the North American Championship before, and he's had several Battle Frogs. He's very versatile, but he just got a tough car right there. Uh, Chad Trammell, probably the most underrated OCR athlete of all time, in my opinion, and Angel Quintero.
4: Yeah. Ooh, that's See, tough. I've seen. I'm going with. I'm going with Chad because. He he ha, he's we've been sneaky good at OCR World. I mean, um, Spartan World Championships he had some sneaky good performances there. Plus, the World's toughest mutter title. Yeah,
0: See, I, I raced against Chad when he came over to um, Europe's Stuff is mutter the first year it happened. How do you do? Um, I didn't do too good. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I got twenty five miles, but I was absolutely dying with like hypothermia midway through. Yeah, but Chad was just kind of there. Album won it, I think, and I think Chad came in second or third, but he was just so consistent doing laps. It was
1: unreal.
4: And it's not OCR, but the freaking guy got second at Leadville. Wow. I'm yeah. going that,
1: that, And that's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy.
4: Yeah.
3: Insane, yeah. guys. At, Angel has two top tens at Spartan World Championship and four top four teams, and he has uh, two OCR World top tens as well. But Chad had a year. He went seven, five, eight, thirteen, and like mm. the rest of his accomplishments with the endurance stuff, with World toughest motor over hundred. Yeah, I'm going, Chad. Chad,
1: think- Ch- Chad, it is. Chad.
3: Chad. Okay. Another very unfortunate matchup.
1: Very and harsh. Friend, so harsh. Hunter
3: McIntyre versus Thibaut Boucher, and he Don't is ridiculous. But-
0: Thibaut is great. Thibaut is one of probably again one of the like top five European racers. He is phenomenal, but Hunter is just yeah, outrageously good is um yeah. yeah i think
4: hunter because the key with hunter it's like hunter and adkins on different sides they by far have shown the greatest range
5: mm-hmm. a
4: hunter can hunter has world stuff mutter title you know he could step into any ultra and he's going to be a threat for top five ryan can step into anything like a tmx he's he got second behind hunter cl- close behind hunter at tmx I always argue that those two are arguably the greatest uh, w- overall well-rounded athletes to ever walk the, the, the planet. So for the reigns alone, that's why I'm going with Hunter.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's Hunter. He's going to advance. Okay, uh, Yancey, you were the only person to have John Alvin versus Deanna. Who do you have?
4: Alvin, let's go.
3: Okay, everyone, everyone have John Alvin.
4: Yeah, Over I, Connor yeah.
3: Hancock. I mean, that, that's another. Sorry, you're, Connor. You're eliminating Connor oh. Hancock, guys
4: but John
5: John it's John who is anyone else yes, yes.
0: So at the beginning of the video, we mentioned that this uh, episode is brought to you by Omega-3 Zone. Um, So Omega-3 Zone is a natural anti-inflammatory Omega-3 fish oil that can help you recover better and train harder. Um, And for our listeners, we've managed to get a 15% off code uh, which is
1: OCR Audio, all capitals, OCR Audio for 15% off Amiga 3. We've been taking this for a little while, Luke. Um, mm-hmm. I really like it. Do you know what I like most about the product? I've, I've taken quite a few like Amiga fish oil things like tablets and what have you. They're always like very fishy and like you burp and it's disgusting and you know they're good for you, but then you think, well, eh, and then, you know... Supplement train sort of really goes down the hill, doesn't it? Whereas this one, I actually religiously like taking it. I don't know if it's because the taste is not so bad, but and it's quite cool because it's in like um what I would call like an olive oil bottle. Yeah. Um so you can put it on your salad, you can just I mean, I personally just 15 mils straight down the neck like a <laughs> shot But you know, um I like it, it's quite handy. It you know, you keep it in the fridge, it doesn't take up too much room effectively. Um mm. It's a great little product, and why wouldn't, as athletes, why wouldn't we want to be, you know, recovering and training better and getting fit and keeping our joints healthy? It's a win-win situation for me. It's a great product. Uh, Go and buy it. OCR Audio, all capitals. It's the other guy. All right. Oh, I want to um, know from Yancey, just before we move on on that one. Um, right. So I heard on another podcast, which I won't mention, but Hunter McIntyre actually took John out of his GOAT to put himself in, which was interesting at his top five. And mainly because he said John hadn't raced enough in America in the national series to really compete. And he only turns up to the big races. If John raced in the national series, how do you think he would do? He'd win. No, I'm asking Yancey. I'm asking the guys in America that are living it right now.
4: If he raced in the National Series, yeah. I'm telling you right now where I'd, where I'd place my money. And it'd be on John Allen. You think? Yeah. Utah. That's where I'd put my think... freaking money.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, in in all fairness, he got eighth at the 2015 Breckenridge Sprint. That, that, he did a few um, U.S. races and fourth at Palmerton. And so those are his two U.S. series. That was 2016 and 2015. Um, But he didn't podium in either of those. And the rest of his U.S. experience has been at altitude at Lake Tahoe. Um, But those courses are notorious for either altitude or a crazy double sandbag. And I feel like that's the one weakness he's had in his career. Um, Yeah, and
4: keep keep in mind how well John's done at World Championship Spartan. And they always crank it up a notch. The guy in the U.S. National Championship Series minus – the uh the spear the guys just don't fail anything anymore no. and they don't fail so now you're putting you know vj for example is a great runner he's always a threat for top three well john's a better runner than vj he, he'll yeah. run he'll run vj off the side of the mountain and, and yeah. i mean no no harm no foul to vj but i'm telling you i'm putting my money on uh on, on yeah. john yeah. right right now as uh
0: johnny luna lima did a uh, uh what was it big bear that he won um yeah how good a runner he is, John Albin is easily twice the runner and could easily do that performance over any of the any of the US guys. So he's got- I think
3: John never has to try as hard. Ho- I mean, he's trying, but like he's never pushed to the limit. Oh. I would have loved seeing him chased downhill by Johnny on like Big Bear yeah,
1: Well, he didn't there. need to at Tahoe though, did he? Because he'd already got his like, you know, unfortunately yeah. Johnny wasn't even there, was he? Yeah, I don't yeah.
2: think John has ever gone over like 80%. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Like if someone said yeah. he's not that quick through obstacles, I was like, he doesn't need doesn't to be can afford yeah. to take yeah. his time. And, and I mean when you, you, don't, him, you fly through it.
3: And when you, you don't win a- without trying though, so he's obviously pushing so Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's
2: still like yeah, but he's not like redlining. Yeah.
5: yeah. Right.
3: Okay. Next next one, Rebecca versus Albert Soleil.
1: <sighs> Has to be Soleil just purely because of what he's won, surely.
5: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. I know That'd I know Beck is good, but she's got Rebecca, years to come, Albert. let's be honest.
3: Yeah, so everybody going with Albert Soleil? Yeah. yeah, yep. All right, Rose Wessel versus Susanna Cozaval. Oh, <sighs> sorry,
2: Rose, it's Susanna.
1: Susanna. Susanna. It's the dancing queen, unfortunately.
3: Everybody everybody going, uh, Susanna? Yeah, yeah. okay. Chad Trammell, Hunter McIntyre.
4: Hunter, Hunter McIntyre,
3: okay. Now we've got John Alvin versus Albert Soleil. John.
5: John Alvin.
3: <laughs> all right uh and then Susanna versus hunter hunter, oh, hunter. think about it for a sure. second
0: whoa whoa, whoa. Hunter. hunter yeah
2: versatility right. that
3: man yeah yeah done okay. it. uh oh Ooh, this is this is tough john no, Alvin versus hunter mcintyre
4: john albin <laughs> i'm telling you right now this is a tough <laughs> this is a tough freaking draw right here because where I'm probably going to go, John, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a sales pitch for Hunter, even though I'm going to go, John, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, broken skull challenge is a obstacle course race. It is. And it is, he has, so you take TMX, you take broken skull. That guy can kick so much ass and take so many names in those type of races. And has his had such a great performance going up at 215 freaking pounds going out there <laughs> and being a podium threat, no matter who shows up at a Spartan race. That's just stupid for me. You know, he's had a podium at War- Spartan world, the top five at Spartan worlds. I'm going with John, but um, mm-hmm. really and truly where you're going to see Hunter beat out John here is those people that really love the short course stuff. Yeah. freaking yeah. the, the, the powerful OCR for lack of But he a
1: still term. hasn't beaten John over a short course. What I
2: was. Yeah. What I was going to say is if it was, a TMX or something like Broken Skull, I'd always go Hunter. If yeah, exactly. it was any exactly. OCR World Championship course of any length, if it was a Spartan course of any length, yeah. I'd have to go John.
0: Because it's obstacle course, it's John. But if it was yeah. like fittest of obstacle course or something yeah, yeah. different, then maybe Hunter. But it's got to be John.
4: What I, what I would say, what I would say to everybody out there, I'm not going to get mad if I see people pick Hunter over him, because a lot of people like the way TMX and broken skull were designed, Mm -hmm. if you didn't have exceptional obstacle ability, you aren't going to finish those races. You, there was no way you were going to finish that obstacle gauntlet at broken skull or at uh, TMX. I mean, they tough mother brought out all their toughest obstacles and threw them in there. And it, Mm -hmm. it made some of the crossfitters look comically stupid. So, um, I think if a few people do take Hunter over John, that's going to be the reason why. Because those were very obstacle-like.
1: Jack, mm. what's the stats on the two? If you put <sighs> so them head to head,
3: it's uh, I, I would. I don't have that in front of me. The the head to head, but I know that John Alvin has run thirteen career races at OCR Worlds, and he's won eleven of them. And yeah. he's got second the other two. Hunter showed up. He got he got kind of screwed in twenty sixteen um, with because I was in that race, and they sent us. They had a terrible uphill quarter pipe at the beginning and a lot of people got caught behind so he ended up in 13th but he also dnf'd at the 3k during that that was a weird like rain year um however as dominant as john is in that hunter is unbeatable in short courses like mm-hmm. they uh, in involving strength and power i know that hyrox isn't obstacle racing but like his engine i don't think and bracken his bracken and kirk they're Podcast where they called him the fittest 200 man or the, mm. the fastest 200 yes. man on earth. There is no doubt about that. Like yeah, that is no. he is a, a freak.
1: Will um, anybody beat him at High Rocks? Will no anybody so, ever beat him?
3: So, so, no one, <laughs> no one. So so John, his average finish at Spartan World Championship is two and a half, and Hunter <laughs> is fi- is five point two. Hunter's been three five seven six five. John one four four two one three. That's impressive, um, isn't it? Yeah. So they're, hmm. they're right with each other. But Hunter, it, he, it, with the ease that John wins all these other OCR World Championships with, that's what Hunter did for TMX. And oh, yeah. he's the run 80 miles on the team for World's Toughest mutter. but John ran 105 during that as well. And they're it's,
1: very yeah, different. It's, yeah.
3: They're, they're yep. so different. Um, but I think gotta go simply, simply it's got to be John. as it's I John.
1: And not only that, he came from about 10 minutes down the road. And trust me, there's no mountains. He's huh. done that being a little country bunkin', So yeah. fair play yeah. to him. And okay.
2: I, th- I think that some people may pick Hunter because of uh, personality as well. So greatest of all time, ne- not necessarily just on performance, but the amount of personality and exposure he brings to the sport. Whereas, What's wrong oh, with John's personality?
1: John's no, got john got loads of
2: personality. I'm, hold on. John is lovely, but he's very quiet and unassuming. And it's only when you get to know him Whereas I think people will pick Hunter because he is limelight OCR. Tell me
4: that. Tell me the last time Hunter posted an Instagram story that you did not go watch it. <laughs>
5: true, true. <laughs> yeah,
0: his, uh, his YouTube at the moment is pretty good. He's putting up uh, making a mirth.
5: Yeah. And The
0: other day he yeah. ran. I think it was a twenty um, weight vest, twenty pounds. He ran a six minute mile in a weight vest. Guys, is...
2: I I am going to say yeah. I am on a schedule.
3: On road, yeah. He-
4: We'll, we'll, we'll,
3: we'll do this Sorry. rapid. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, Ryan Atkins versus Katya Christensen. I think everyone's going Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. We got to fly. All right. V- VJ Jones versus Ida Singards.
1: Ida. Just Ida, yeah.
0: Just because she Ida. is outrageous in Europe and.
4: Oh, OCRWC. She's freaking got a yeah. massive resume. Yeah, she's yeah. got
0: really yeah. good podium finishes in a lot of European races, OCR series. Um
1: she's got, she's got bigger guns than VJ. Yeah, she probably got bigger <laughs> guns than Jack, me,
5: <laughs> and Natasha.
3: The, the other Jack, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm also going Ida Yancy. Yeah, eat up Just based on career, Um Faye versus Face versus Orla Walsh.
4: That's hard. Face Steading. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Faye, but that's uh, that's a tough one. Faye.
2: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. going Faye, but it's tough.
3: Okay, uh, I'm doing the same. Nikolai Dan versus Isaiah Vidal. Oh,
2: this cool. is hard because I really like Nikolai, but I'm gonna have to go.
0: It's Vidal. Go Isaiah. But- Isaiah. Nikolai is amazing. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so
3: can, can, can you read the uh, Nikolai's? Or I'll, I'll just read it. OCR Worlds. He's had fifth, tenth, third, seventh, third, fifth, first in team, and eighth over. Like Nikolai has a r- ridiculous record, but it, Isaiah has the bigger body of work, in my opinion. Um, I'm going. I
4: I finished third on the OCRWC team because I had Nikolai on my team. <laughs> we got oh. we got a podium because of Nikolai. I'm, <laughs> go, I'm, yeah.
1: going, I'm going Nikolai. He is a mate, but uh, again, Jack, it's hard. It's hard. Who's, going Who's going
4: Isaiah?
3: Who's going Nikolai? Isaiah.
1: Isaiah. 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 I, I'm going Nikolai.
3: Okay. Um, so now we've got Claude Godbou or Mark
4: Batris? Batris. Batris.
3: Do you guys know
0: Mark oh, Claude?
4: For- no, That's I don't for sure. know a lot about Claude to be fair. Yeah, two time that? two time Spartan world champion. Two time Spartan World Champion. Really? Two in time, yes. No one knows about her. Nobody <laughs> knows. Ridiculous.
0: Is it twelve and thirteen she won? 2012, 2013, or before that?
3: But she beat Amelia during those years and stuff. Like beat she beat Amelia. She,
0: That's pretty big. She was on the
3: battle battle frog pro team. Like she's got a ridiculous track record with that. Um, slipped
4: in slipped in two podiums at OCRWC
1: yeah okay so so in that yeah. case what what yeah. hi-
3: clock Claude got second at the first or er, the second ocr world 15
1: so world. what's okay, mark one
0: yeah to be fair i don't know enough yes. about claude to make that decision to be fair
4: no okay, i mean so- if, we're, if we're talking if we're talking greatest of all time and you in and those two are in the battle that's a that's a claude all the way uh i think i think, think in a year or two mark definitely overtake yeah. but
3: yeah so so what's everyone going with i need your picks
4: claude 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 I think if you're going
1: by what you've just yeah. said, Claude, because I don't think Mark's really done enough to make
3: me...
0: comments, probably Claude then.
1: Although, can I will say, that virus 12-hour race he did, Jesus Christ, that was impressive. Oh, <laughs> obstacle
3: God. racing, though? But that is stupid good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the 85 miles at yeah. like 640s, that is crazy, man.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, Amelia Boone versus Turbo <laughs> Amelia, just because she is
0: I'm an old-school legend.
3: Okay. Yep. Matt, Mur- Matt Murphy, and I'm also going to uh,
0: Matt Murphy, Matt Novakovic. Oh. oh, it's hard. Um,
1: Novakovic again. Matt's won a lot though, hasn't he? Which Matt- one? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, sorry, Matt Murphy. Matt Murphy's won a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. He has. He won he yeah. did he win- Matt- he won a lot
0: in Australia and he came Matt- over
3: Matt Murphy did- has done like 25 races in his career for Spartan, and only one of them has not been second or first.
1: Which is impressive.
3: And one of those second places was a world championship in 2013 in Killington. Okay. He's also also won the APAC championship before. It's pretty legit. I'll tell you why. Matt Novakovich. Go ahead, Yancy.
4: I'll tell you why I'm going Matt Novakovich because in 2013, he was arguably the greatest OCR athlete on the planet. He wiped Hobie off the side of the mountain at Spartan Wintergreen. I mean, he came on board and destroyed Hobie had an 11 minute lead at Spartan world championships and got a cramp late in the game and literally finished 11th, I think. But there was, there was a period of time when basically at 40 years old, 40, um, 39 where Matt was, because Hobie was on top of his game. He was unbeatable basically. And Matt came out of the blue and just was like, wow. And then he followed it up with two really, really strong years. I think if you take away the Spartan Wintergreen. uh, Sherlacking of Kobe, it's it's not as powerful of a, of a career, but because of that, being the fact that Hobie may win this whole thing, um, I'm picking uh, Matt. Of Matt,
3: what? There's two Matts.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, Matt Novakovich. You sorry. can't lose no, that way. Matt, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What,
3: what's everyone else picking?
4: Uh, I want
1: to say Novakovich, personally. I'm going to go Novakovic. I feel sorry for Murphy. It's tough. you sway, Natasha,
2: what are you doing? You've swayed me to Novakovic. I'm not I'm, that passionate about either um, of them at the minute.
3: I'm, I'm going Matt Murphy just based on his credentials. I I mean he I came over the U.S. So. He, he beat he beat Matt Novakovic during that 2013 year head to head at Killington, and I know that Matt had some cramp issues and stuff, but 20 or you know all but one race being top two, and uh, yeah. he just proved it on U.S. soil. That's kind of hard to beat. It's a very tough call. Um, okay, Ian Hostick, Cody Mo.
2: That's a really horrible call. It's, it's got to be Moat, though. But I love
0: Ian. Ian's great. Cody, Cody Moat is great. Not Cody. a
1: case of who you love. It's a case of yeah. who's
4: your this goat. It's Cody Moat. It's
5: Cody
1: goat. <laughs> not who <laughs> really.
4: you love. He's got most top 10 finishes and Spark World Championships of all time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cody, it's got to be a Cody. no brainer. Yeah. Cody Moat. Sorry, Ian.
3: Seven of them.
4: Okay. Ryan,
3: everybody has Ryan versus Ida.
1: Ryan, no, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan.
3: Okay, easy. Uh, Faye versus Jack. You're the only one. Faye versus Nikolai. Uh,
1: it's got to be Faye now, isn't it? Purely because of what she's won.
3: Okay. Uh, everyone else has um, Faye versus Isaiah.
1: Oh, that's hard.
0: Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah.
3: I think so. Okay. So every every single person has, except for Jack. Once again, um, you have versus Ryan Atkins. Who are you going with? Ryan Atkins? Yeah, yeah, for First. sure. Okay. Um, and then everybody, is everybody picking Ryan over Isaiah? Yes.
5: Yep. Over Isaiah.
4: Yep.
3: Okay. All right. Um, so and then in the bottom part of that bracket, we have Claude versus Amelia. Amelia.
4: Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, I will that's a tough call, but I'm I'm also going Amelia. Uh, Cody Moat versus Matt Novakovich.
5: Cody. 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 Yeah,
3: and I'll pick I'll pick Cody over Matt Murphy. Okay, so it's Amelia versus Cody for every single person. Who are you
5: Cody. going with? Cody.
4: Cody. Oh, Amelia! <laughs> Amelia, come on! I'm percent. going Cody. But you again, where you know, you, it's not technically OCR, but it kind of is. She's got all she's got all the death race history, winning those. I'm going Cody. Um, okay. You know, Amelia. Amelia's got the two world's toughest mutter titles. There's a lot of titles in there.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh for Emilia also has as many Spartan World Championship titles as Cody, plus two world's toughest mother titles. She's technically a four-time world champion, but I'm still going Cody. For what reason? Okay. You just yeah. I thought I'm selling, I'm a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were selling to yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: No, it's, it's okay. Cody, it's Cody, but every,
3: every every single person has Ryan Atkins versus Cody
4: Mo. Oh!
3: Atkins, 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 Atkins for everybody.
4: That yeah. one's yeah. hard, but Atkins. It's hard,
3: but Atkins. all right. I, I I think it's pretty universal that Ryan Atkins is going to win that one. All right, next final final bracket. So we're going to oh. get Hob- Hobie Colvin versus Chris Mendoza. Oh,
5: Hobie but Mendoza. Hobie. Mendoza.
3: Okay, everybody, going Hobie. Yeah. yeah, I like you, Chris, but you got a bad matchup. Um, yeah. Speak, speaking of tough matchups, Ryan Kent versus Jesse Bruce. Oh, uh,
1: I think it has to be Kent now because he's done more. Again, yeah. broad spec. He's gone all yeah. over, and he. Yeah, but Jesse's got some. I uh, know, I know, theory. but
0: but
5: this is your bracket, I mean, is so whatever great you great guys great 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 think.
4: Any of them? They're all great, but Kent, it's one. Of, it's one of the hardest decisions in the whole bracket. I got to go with uh, Kent
5: though. Yeah, because Kent can, Ryan,
4: uh, Kent
1: can take on Ryan. Kent can take on. You know, Hunter in a in a high rocks, but he can still rock it with the big boys. You know, top ten on a on a mountain course. So, yeah, yeah. for that reason, yeah. Kent. Kent. Okay,
3: everybody doing that. Even even though Jesse Bruce hit ninety miles and World's toughest mutter and has yeah. like a yeah. bunch of OCR World's things, yeah, I'm, I'm also going to Ryan Kent just with the versatility <laughs> and consistently at the price.
2: Stop trying to make us indecisive,
1: Jack. I'm giving stats for the rest of the <laughs> listeners. I know what
3: you're going. All right, Corinna Coffin versus
1: Tristan Steed. Ooh, this is uh That's it's gotta so it's gotta got got be it's gotta got be it's gonna be Karina, come on. Karina, Karina, yeah, Karina, 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 Karina not on the
2: ballot.
1: I don't but, care. Karina's Karina's got it all day long. Karina <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Not for those reasons, Joe.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I thought we were doing our look, sorry.
0: Um <laughs> uh, Tristan was like almost unbeatable in the UK. Yeah, yeah
1: but who but but who was he actually racing? Let's be fair. A lot of people. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. One, two Corinna, the,
4: Corinna pulled off an OCRWC podium. Yep.
3: And yeah.
1: And what well, she's doing stadium on
3: race now. It's
4: second Corinna.
5: Place
3: at uh, Spartan championship yeah. also.
4: It is and Corinna. 20-year-old. She was 20 years old and got second place. Beat Lindsay and Webster. It. I'm a, not, a i not I don't
1: think Tristan's done it at the big level. Every time he's gone to Europeans, he's never done a Connor Hancock, has he? And never ever podiumed no. at a big uh, a big race. Yes, okay. He's won, he's won a lot locally, but he hasn't won it on the big stages. For that reason, it has to be Karina. Karina. Yeah. <laughs> Karina. <laughs> okay. Karina. Karina.
3: Everybody's got with Karina how about yeah. Karim Carlson or Cassidy White?
1: Carlson, Carlson. You're killing me, Jack. No,
0: Corrine Carlson.
4: Is everybody got
3: Korean?
4: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hang on, oh, hang on. OCRWC.
0: Yeah, she's phenomenal. Yeah, but that's yeah, because Ida only
4: problem, now. The only problem I have is if you take away OCRWC,
0: toughest nobody tour. on the
4: planet knows who she is.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh toughest tour. <laughs> she's won it like yeah. three. I
4: know, 5. I know. But, I mean, as far as all the big stats, I get you. I'm definitely taking Carlson. <laughs> but Cassidy kind of like, kind of like Claude go boot. A lot of people over, over Europe may not know about her resume no. over here. She is a freaking cyborg athlete. Um, there's some performances over here that went and keep in mind, she owned the broken skull yeah. for about a year and a half until Corinna took it from her at the very, very end. Uh, I got to go with Carlson, but Cassidy's had an amazing career.
3: Let let me ask you this: Who has more OCR World Championship podiums? Lindsey Webster, John Alvin, or Kareem Carlson?
0: Karine Carlson.
3: She has more than both of them. Mm -hmm. So wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, wait, John. uh, Ron Atkins has thirteen. Ryan has
3: has fifteen. No, no, no. no. Sorry, podiums. I I meant uh, top tens. But yeah, Mm -hmm. Alvin and Atkins have thirteen. Lindsey has eleven, and Kareem also has eleven podiums.
4: Yeah, it's pretty. It's impressive.
3: That speaks to her dominance. So, see, so yeah, I'm
4: going with Karina, as great as Cassie is. All right, Miriam Gia or Esther Hotel. Hey, Karina, Karina's is, is super cute too. You got it. You, you got.
1: I mean, does <laughs> that play a that role? I was actually, I was actually going to say that, but now you actually <laughs> said it. Hundred percent, she's fit. <laughs> I right yeah. All right,
3: Miriam Gia or Esther
1: Hotel Miriam, is harsh. But that Esther, I, I, yeah, yeah she's again.
2: phenomenal. Mariam.
0: but Miriam is, is like. And Don't. Middle East championship she won there as well. I think if yes. you're going
1: from winning things, then obviously Mi- Miriam or Mimi as Jackie calls her has to win it. But that Esther, I'll tell you what, she gave Esther, Nicole right. a good, a good run for her money in Greece. And Nicole was like, Shit, who is this? <laughs> and she's I mean, young.
4: And podium, a couple great. things of Miriam. She's maybe the nicest, happiest, maybe the happiest person on the planet. Yes. Uh, and she podium, she podium at I think forty or forty-one years old. Spartan World in a very, very deep field in ridiculous conditions. So I got to give it to Miriam
1: and like, and also Morzine and Morzine. She did the sprint, the super, the beast, and then went back for the ultra and podium. I one beast. Beast. all of them, all four. In, in one weekend. weekend. yeah. yeah. Um, and Morzine well, is not a joke.
3: May, uh, Esther, not she's basically. Whenever Zuzana didn't show up, she was going to win. Um, in terms of. Women, for their average place in Spartan history, it's only Susanna and Claude who have yeah, a better, better average damn. place. She's oh, wow. 1.7. That's her average place. She's she's podiumed in 35 out of 39 races, and she was mm-hmm. the only one to really run with um Nicole mm-hmm. at the uh, Sparta.
5: And, I'd love and to she got walk- sec-
3: second and third at European Championship before. But this is Miriam. She's she's done it all. She yeah, just podiumed
5: this past year. That's
3: yeah. That's just so, great. tough draw. All right. Ryan Woods versus Jun Young Pack.
5: Brian Woods.
3: Oh,
0: see, I think Pac's going to be underrated just because he did a lot of stuff in Early his on, yeah. world's toughest mother. But Woods at uh, Woods now. But Pack is—he uh, was great.
4: Pac's okay. going to get a lot of votes from the old guard. Got to go with Woodsy there. But Pack yeah. does have two titles. But uh, it's Woods for me. Yeah. All would.
3: right. Yeah. this one I'm going to let you handle because it's going to hurt you. Glenn Race or John Yatska.
4: Oh. Somebody needs
0: to explain how good Yatsko is. Uh,
4: Yatsko's a machine. Glenn has a much, much, much broader career, though. Even had a little stint on American Ninja Warrior. Mm -hmm. Had some epic success at World's Toughest Mudder, winning a title there. Two Battlefrog podiums. Crazy. Like I said about Battlefrog, if you finish that race, you're a badass. He had two podiums. Glenn has shifted and, and started having an epic... Glenn's had a much broader career. I'm picking Glenn not because I coach him, because he's been relevant for freaking 10 years, mm, or about eight years. Correct. He's been very, very relevant. He could show up to Spartan Worlds next year and be a top 10 threat. What yeah. happened
1: to Yasko? Why did he just drop off the face of the planet? He
4: just dropped. Yasko's in. is like
1: off a, a mythical figure in... yeah. What
2: He's out. When's he going to show up? I'm going to go Glenn because the auntie's persuaded me.
0: Yeah, Such Glenn, a cool yes. dude. Yatsko is epic. All right. So what, what
4: are your? Yatsko, let me have five more seconds. If yeah. Yatsko would have stayed with it, Yatsko's right there with Matt Murphy. Yatsko and Murphy could have, if things go a little different and they have a five-year run, those two could be one or two seats, hands down right here.
5: Ooh.
3: Big words. Yeah, all right. So Yasko what's everyone going off with? I heard
5: it.
4: Badass.
3: <laughs> Natasha, you're going Glenn?
2: Yes, please.
3: Um, yep. Everyone else? Yeah, yeah Glenn. Glenn, yeah. Glenn for everybody else? Wow, okay. I- I'm actually going Yasco just in terms of his absolute peak dominance. Yeah, he was so. good. Uh, Yancey, what are you picking with? Glenn. Glenn, okay. And I like Glenn, so this is tough to, to go against it. But I just think that Yasco, his-, his dominance and his reputation kind of, and he's had some good performances as well, but. Glenn's mm. super consistent. All right. Uh, Nicole Merico versus Ludwig Workmaster. So, Sorry,
2: Ludwig. That's a bad luck.
5: Draw. And, yeah, Ludwig is Nicole really, really Nicole. good.
3: He has eight career top tens at OCR Worlds, including two podiums.
1: So. He is outrageous. But he
4: he's Nicole. Good.
1: And he had a great, he's got a great moustache.
4: He, he's he's going, never yeah. had a Spartan podium. How is that?
1: Because he did the Spartan. Spartan. Doesn't do a Spartan.
4: He's never raced a Spartan. He, nope. he does like
3: toughest and does toughest like, yeah. series and that kind of stuff. And,
1: and what's really happens. interesting is last year at Worlds at Essex, he actually came and found me. He said, How do I qualify for a Spartan race? He actually asked me how we qualify for a Spartan race. Wow. He was on the verge of doing the UK series this year. He will. Yeah. When when it comes back
0: round, I reckon a lot of um the guys Europeans. who did the toughest circuit. I, I would say that Spartan.
3: Ludwig Lig- is the the one that I've got a bunch of complaints about. Where it's like, why is he in here? He got eighth at the fifteen k in twenty fifteen for OCR Worlds, fifth in the three k the year after, eighth and ninth the past two years. So he has five, eight, and nine in the OCR World three k. Uh, look at the people who he's beating and who he's just behind. Yeah, like, yeah that's a, and he's he's. He's got that reputation as one of the best obstacleers.
1: In He's all of very, Europe's very style. good at obstacles. Very really? good. Yeah. 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 There's a the lot best. There's a
4: lot of people that don't know how deep that OCRWC field is every year for a long, long time.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's um, Nicole,
0: but don't sleep on Ludwig.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Hobie Call versus Ryan Kent. I feel so bad for Ryan getting this draw. Yeah, Hobie.
5: Yeah. Hobie.
3: yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, now it's the battle of the similar names. Corinna or Kareem Carlson? Carlson.
1: Oh, I was gonna go Kareen. No, I'm going. I'm going Kareena. Uh, I'm going Kareena.
3: Okay. Hold on, hold on, y- Yancey, Kareena. Uh, I'm just trying to keep track of this. Um, who who's going Kareena? like
1: okay. I am as well, Yancy and Jack.
3: Okay, Natasha and Luke, you're going Kareen. Paulson. Paulson, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm also going Kareen. As dominant as corinna has been, and she's super nice. I think that those eleven podiums at OCR Worlds, that's tough to beat. Uh, I do think Kareena <laughs> is, is more versatile, but still. Um, okay. She's about then, to
1: be beaten by Hobie anyway.
3: Mar- yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one wants that draw. All right. Miriam versus Ryan Woods.
1: Miriam. Miriam. Uh, I think. Miriam. I feel sorry for Woodsy. No. Would, like, uh,
0: Miriam has done so, like, she's got so many more titles, and her win percentage has got to be
3: outrageously high. Yeah.
2: She's she has, not human.
3: She, she also has the, the most career wins in Spartan history.
4: Yeah, it's Miriam. Maybe. Ryan Woods has Ryan Woods has one of the highest max rating scores in Spartan history. Do, do you remember ninety eight point six five guys? That's that's almost <laughs> wow. That's insane.
1: Yeah. If only he didn't cheat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shut up. But I mean, I mean, like, Miriam t- is just overall. I think like I remember her doing one of our races and then being like, "Oh, what time's podium? I need to get to the airport. I'm racing an Ultra in Patagonia tomorrow." Oh, I'll yes. tell you.
4: I'll tell you why I'm picking Ryan Woods. I'm picking Ryan Woods because he has had by far a much broader career. He's just, he just, he'll jump into anything and everything. The guy's got a Battle Frog podium. He's got 17 Savage podiums. You kidding me? He
3: he, he actually is. So, uh, Yancey, when he has faced Yuri, he's nine and six against Yuri head to head.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go Woods. I'm going to go Woods.
4: He's had a, a lot of success. He's had a lot of
1: success at Tough Mudder also. I'm going, going
4: Woods. To who's,
3: who's picking Miriam? Is anybody?
0: Nate, I'm picking I'm, Miriam.
2: I flipped a coin. I'm going Woods.
3: Okay, I'm going Ryan Woods, uh, just in terms of peak dominance. Didn't he basically go undefeated in the U.S. National Series a couple years ago, Yancey?
4: Yeah, that was his 98.65 year.
3: Yeah. Okay, uh, last one. Uh, Nicole versus Glenn Race.
5: Yeah, uh, Nicole. Nicole.
3: Nicole. That's a tough draw. Okay. Um, Hobie versus Corinne Carlson or Hobie versus Corinna?
1: Hobie. 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 Hobie?
3: Everybody picking Hobie? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nicole versus either Miriam or Ryan Woods. Nicole. Nicole.
5: Nicole.
4: All right. So
3: who you got, Nicole or Hobie?
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say Nicole.
4: Whoa.
2: (gasps) Whoa! Whoa. This is why we're having this
4: debate. This is why we're having it.
0: You know how good Hobie was. He yeah, it's
4: freaking tough because uh, Nicole uh, showed up on the OCRWC scene and said, "Hey, this is Nicole, and I'm going to kick some ass." Oh, I actually I,
1: think Nicole's better.
4: Yeah,
3: she. she oh,
4: I'm going Hobie, Please. but I can almost guarantee you next year I'm going Nicole. But I'm going Hobie. Okay. N- you Nicole think, will on this? Nicole
2: will be the greatest of all time between the two eventually. So I've got. Going hey, to go. let me
4: let me let me tell you a race that I'll, a lot of you may not n- remember. This is a, this was a statement race for Hobie. He and Ryan Atkins went head to head at a Battle Frog, arguably just like let's say the Warrior race in South Africa or OCRWC or other races where that's so obstacle tough and running tough combined. I'm telling you, the battle frog could have been that race. It's like, hey, if you're gonna do the greatest of all time competition, throw them in a battle frog. That's that would be a good one. Hobie wiped Ryan Atkins off the freaking course that day. I, I remember Ryan, I think Ryan was a week off of a 50-mile race that he had just done. So there's that factor. Yeah. But that was an epic. I know Jack, you remember that race. That was a big yeah. one, man.
3: The one in Salt Lake City, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Like this yeah. is literally right now. Look. Uh, Michael Jordan, the Last Dance documentary has just come out. Hobie has got a documentary that Spartan did on him on their YouTube. Literally, you've got Hobie. Is, obviously, he's retired. He's not racing as much anymore. He's showing up every now and then. But people that didn't see him race or didn't know that stuff that he's done probably are going to underrate him against people now. It's kind yeah. of a situation where when, he's not as prevalent because he's not racing now. But he was epic. Did
1: did Hobie? And this is gonna, yeah. Did Hobie ever do like ultras or l- real long
4: stuff? Not really. He tried a death race his first year. There, Joe gave out a, a one oh. million dollar challenge if anybody could win every single Spartan race that included the death race. He didn't finish the the death race that that year. There was some controversy, but yeah, not not much. He he did win a. I think he won a Spartan Ultra Beast. Yeah,
1: because I think that the only thing that stops me with Nicole is the fact that she's never dipped her toe in that ultra distance. She's only ne- ever stuck ne- to what. Neither she's of them at. has
3: ever won or podiums or even attempted a Spartan Ultra.
1: No.
4: No, 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 no. I thought Hobie did the Ultra Beast. He- no, he did the Ultra Beast. Sorry.
3: Nope. Co- Cody Mote did that. It was Cody. Um,
4: oh, Hobie's and- never done a, He's never done an Ultra Beast. See, he did not do the Ultra they're, Beast. That they're year. a lot closer to what you think. I'm still going Hobie.
3: Going Hobie. All yeah. right, final four. Uh, let's th- go. Wait, wait, wait. Nicole, Nicole was Jack, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, final All right. four. All right, Jack. Let's hear it. Lindsay, Berger, I think every single person's Lindsay versus John Albin. Albin. You have
1: to Albin.
3: eliminate Lindsay.
5: <laughs> <Albin. laughs>
2: what?
0: Albin.
5: <laughs>
2: Albin. Really? Yeah. It's no, 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 hard for no, Albin.
0: It's close. It's close as hell. That Even was, though. Was, Lindsay. Course,
1: so Lindsay. I think Albin mainly because he's done other stuff outside of OCR, which is so incredible. Yeah. I know it's whoa, an OCR whoa, whoa, race. Whoa, 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 I know. This Lindsay's OCR In that case, it's got to be Lindsay. Surely she's won a lot more she's
5: in the done, OCR. Alben she's
4: done
1: more than
5: –
4: she's done a broader – she's done as at least as broad as John. Yeah.
0: Albin has n- never lost OCR WC 15K title. He's won the toughest series, the OCR series. Uh, you name uh, OCR racing. I Europe, agree. Alban has Alban. Um, He has OCR European title. He's won two Spartan Race World Championships. Tough
2: He's- guy. You're, you're basically original. naming.
3: You're basically yeah. naming Lindsay right there,
1: Luke. He's yeah, no, no, have
4: done the same thing. They
5: are so close. Tough but, guy is the original
4: oh. OCR, and John this is, is by the far like the this him. is by far the toughest. He just he just somewhat swayed me. I'm now
3: 50-50. Yeah. i <laughs> Lindsay to- has six. Lindsay has 16 Battlefrog podiums. She never missed one.
0: John has about 40 toughest podiums.
3: I don't think yeah. he's ever been beaten in toughest, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay has podiumed 94% <laughs> of races she's we
1: been We
0: could in. be here
1: all day. John has <laughs> 99% of <laughs> <laughs> what what
3: John, John has actually only podiumed 71% of his Spartan races before.
2: 71%. We're not talking about Spartan. We're talking know,
3: about no, no, no. I'm, I'm doing the comparison. I'm doing the comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yancy,
5: who are you going with? Oh, God.
3: All right. Wait, wait just, just to recap Luke Luke, and Natasha, you're both John
5: Albin. It's I'm an obvious one for me. It? It's close.
3: It's close, but.
5: Very um, close.
3: Jack, Jack, who, Jack, who are you going with? You're the other host. Let's hear it. You got to go first.
2: John Albin. Whoa,
1: whoa. You've had your turn. Shush. I <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to go Lindsay. Oh, don't That's think. That's because you fancy her. No, nothing to do with fancy yet, and I certainly don't want to take on Ryan for her. So um, I'm definitely going. Why? Gonna say, why then, Lindsay
0: over Alban?
1: I just think in OCR, Lindsay has accomplished a lot more. god. It's, oh my close.
4: Lord. it's oh my. close. It's close, but I think I just came up with my deciding factor why I'm going with John, and this is going to be why I go with Ryan in the other bracket. For me, it's for me, it's always been about who has the who has the, the widest range and John has 105 miles at world's toughest mudder. He's got an orange jacket. Lindsay is great. She's done well at toughest. Lindsay's never had that insane breakout performance at the ultra. She says it's not, She it's definitely not her favorite thing. John has got some three K titles and he's got the 105. Uh, so he has the far end bookends. So I got to go with John. John um, see, can't change your mind now, Jack.
3: Uh, oh, all right. So, so it's my choice. See, I'm I'm kind of like with the Nancy right there with the the versatility. The only thing that's that's getting me is every single time that Lindsay has won Spartan Race World Championship, she's been miles ahead. When John does it, Atkins is right on right. his tail, or someone's it's right behind it. But but at the same time, if you look at like OCR Worlds, John is three minutes yeah. ahead of like third place for the 3K, and like he just runs away, just complete decimation with the 15K. Yeah. He beat I think Kobe.
4: That, he beat Cody. He's beat Ryan. He's destroyed all the greats at OCRWC.
3: And and my, my my final reason I'm going to go with John simply because I think that the depth on the men's field is greater than the depth on the women's field, and there isn't another Lindsay yet. Nicole is the closest one there, but John has faced Kobe, faced Cody, faced Ryan. Ackett, like those guys are comparable with him, but there just isn't the depth that she has to yep. put up with. And that's the only reason why. As great as I think Lindsay is, that like, heading into this, I was like, oh, I'm totally going to pick Lindsay, but I just talked myself out of it. <laughs> ah! Yeah, so that's why we're having oh, this.
4: No. All
3: right, Ryan Atkins versus Hobie Call for the other spot in the finals. Ooh. Ryan Gap-
4: Brent Atkins. Ryan Atkins.
1: And <laughs> versatility. Oh, God. Oh, God. Versatility. Atkins.
0: Atkins has done it all. Yeah,
1: but yeah. Hob- Hobie's got, like, oh. Versatility.
0: Kobe has won the Spartan Race World Championship. Hobie? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But
2: John, oh, but, but
5: Ryan's
1: but got a million seconds. Do you think if Ryan actually trained properly for a World Championships, he wouldn't destroy everyone? I think he would. Yeah, he Is that would. a different story? Including John Alban. I think he would beat. We'd, I'd love to see him do it. He would. I mean, if he didn't go and do an eco race like a week, a day before freaking Spartan Tahoe, he might have done a much better than
4: second. So I'm going to say what you just brought up. I'm going to say his performance at world world championship last year was his greatest performance, even though he finished second. Mm -hmm. I, and from a coaching perspective, I said, if Ryan Atkins is in the top five, it's beyond cyborg status from what he did come from eco. Mm -hmm. So I would argue that Ryan's greatest performance of all time, and he's going to win my bracket. He's going to, and I'll explain why that's one of his greatest performances of all time was that performance at world championships when he almost beat Robert?
3: I think Hobie suffers because he started his career in his mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. If we had, if we had peak years Hobie and he was Atkins age, they both start at the same exact time. I think that people would have appreciated how much better or how how great Hobie was, but because he wasn't facing everybody week in and week out, it makes it tough. But in terms of consistency, Ryan Atkins is, I, I can't go against him. However, if you look at percent by the winner, Obie, his career average is only one point three. Ryan is two point seven percent behind the winner. Obie's average place is one point eight. Atkins is three point one. Um, so it's in terms of consistency, though Atkins is two 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 four two two at the uh, Spartan Race World Championship. He's always first or second at OCR Worlds. I just think that based on the competition that he's had to face year in and year out, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go Ryan Atkins due to yeah. the versatility. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. going to go Atkins.
0: Bearing
1: yeah, yeah. in mind, most of that competition is John Aben. <laughs>
4: That three point one yeah. gets really skewed because for the last three to four years, five years, Ryan's no, just no. racing fields of ten, fifteen deep, as you know.
3: It, no, it got skewed because of Sparta Greece. Before that it was like two point two or something. Like he, he finished a couple like ten, elevens in that in that race. So yeah. that really skewed it. But he doesn't he like does, Europe. He's all, yeah. So okay, so everybody is going Ryan Atkins, Atkins. or Jack, were you going?
1: No, public? no, I was going Atkins. I'm Atkins, yeah, yeah. Atkins.
3: Okay. Um, Jack, Lindsay. Versus Ryan
1: Atkins, ah! <laughs>
3: battle
0: of the couple.
3: Oh, oh, <laughs> you're um, the only person who doesn't have uh, Lindsey versus.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I'm just trying to Ryan. think. Now I'm now trying to think if I'd pick John. Who would I pick, John or Ryan? I think I know what you guys are going to go for. Yeah. Therefore, I think Ryan mainly because they're both current day athletes, and I think. Ryan's field is a lot harder to win and beat and do well against than what Lindsay's got, taking nothing away from the women's field. But I just think, and also I quite like the fact that Ryan can go into other things, i.e. Tough Mudder X, uh, Stadion, and still compete with the the Hunters and people like that. Uh, Ryan, sorry, Lindsay, Ryan. Yeah.
3: Good luck, guys.
1: Good luck.
2: I've already got my pick. Go for it. For me, as amazing as, if Alban did not exist, Atkins would be easy, the best for me, but John Albin exists and head to head, John Alban will always come out on top for me.
1: What's John's weaknesses? Let's put them out on the table you put him
4: i next, him. I'll, I'll pick next. I'll pick next and I'll explain them to you why I'm going with Atkins. Let's take every single OCR race that's ever existed. That's where there's been obstacles involved. In a race, we'll start with the one end. We'll go TMX. We'll go Broken Skull. That's the extreme one end. Mm-hmm. Um, we got World's Toughest Mudder, 24-hour races, even death race, three-day races where mental and physical obstacles are involved in every single race in between. Now, with what I just said, and let's, let's even take, uh, it's not, well, even high rocks and that kind of stuff, it's not OCR, but even throw that in just for shits and giggles. Every OCR race that's ever happened, a, a matter of fact, I, I do want you to throw high rocks out because I don't want to skew how I'm getting ready to show every one of you why you should have chose John, uh, uh, Ron You're Atkins. Right. If you I had did. to pick an athlete to go to every single OCR race that's ever happened on the planet, Atkins. remember TMX and Broken Skull, stuff like that, who are you taking? Ryan. Who are you taking? And this guy could actually show up and win every single one of them on any given day, even the 24-hour to 72-hour races, the 10-minute races, everything in between. You'd take Ron Atkins every single day.
1: i will take Hunter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you, already,
1: you,
3: you already eliminated yeah. uh, oh, onto that right. yeah so you're going ryan luke who are you going with
0: it's hard i'm going i'm looking at it as them being head-to-head with alban
3: you want me to read their ocr world's yeah,
0: do it. yes please okay so john, john
3: yeah. so john albin has only not won two events one of them was the 2017 uh 2017 team where ryan was on it and they won um, and then the 3k that year, Ryan Atkins ended up getting first and Alvin got second in that. However, he has won every single other event. Let me tell you something other something else about that 2016 year where Ryan Atkins won the 3k, mm-hmm. the shortest course that we have. One month later he ran 105 miles and won World stop Mon.
5: Oh
0: yeah, that is, um-
1: Mm -hmm. I I think you almost had Yancey change his mind until you said that, and then he changed it back again. No, and
4: Ryan actually has 110 miles, the most in World's Toughest Mudder history, and I'm going to sell you guys the World's Toughest Mudder real quick because I've I've done that race, and that is arguably the toughest mental and physical obstacle course race that will ever be created. I'm not going to put last year quite. Last year was a little tweaky. That Every guy that has an orange jacket, it has an argument. It every number one, everybody that has an orange jacket is in this 64, and people like Trevor and Chris make it because you get an orange jacket, you're one of the greatest. That the 100 miles there is just beyond comprehension. And to go 110 there, um, and like I said, he, he packs, he's never ever put himself in a situation like Robert's done where hey, I'm gonna just des- I'm gonna design my year around winning Spartan Worlds. Ryan, there's a reason why Ryan is one. Hundreds of thousands of dollars over a year with sponsorship and prize money because dude he just jumps into everything and he on any given day he could win every single thing almost beating Hunter McIntyre at TMX. Are you kidding me?
3: Let, let me tell you a couple other final things. Neither of them they've both raced six times at Spartan Race World Championship between Killington and Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Neither of them has ever finished worse than fourth either of the years. They are three and three against each other. Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree that Tough Mudder or like any anything eight hours or longer. Ryan Atkins is unbeatable. Oh, Anything yeah. OCR World technical stuff, Alvin was pretty much unbeatable. You've seen in the head-to-head comparison. So those two are a wash. They're three and three against each other at the Spartan Race World Championship. I guess what I would ask you is if you are another top racer, who do you fear the most when you see them at the starting line? If you were in a three-person race, yourself, John Alvin, and Ryan Atkins, and you're another one of the top racers, who would you fear the most?
4: John Alvin.
1: Alvin. I think Alvin, actually. Alvin. Yeah. What
4: race? Let's go, let's go down. Let's go down through all the races. That's what we do. <laughs> that that's a great. That's a great stat, Jack. OCRWC. You you favor John. Three K and fifteen K and team Spartan race. You favor John. 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 Unless it's unless it's the Ultra Beast World Championship ultra. this year, and you're taking you're taking uh, Ryan Atkins. Tough Mudder. Atkin. You're from everything, Tough Mudder's every done. Uh, DMX toughest. Tougher. toughest
3: Mudder. No, no, no. He, John no. John Elvin won, 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 won the tougher. Championship. Yeah. Well, yeah,
4: tougher. Line. Yeah, but the tougher. That's. I'm not going to factor that in. <laughs> Why you can't not?
3: I'll, no, I'll put that on John's side. No, I, do that, I and don't. then you have to take into account Battle Although John is as obstacle proficient as anybody, I feel like those those carries in Battle Frog are pretty brutal, and that might get back into the edge just because he
1: only lost very, once. Very it,
4: very brutal. Let's yeah, let's take an design.
1: average. Let's take an average. Like most championship so races, most championship races are mountainous courses. Now, you've got to take John on those, Essex surely. Mountainous? Well, no. So, so
2: listen, to this. Mountainous. Listen,
3: listen to this. I've got another, I've got another stat for you. John Alvin we
2: could be at this all day. I
3: know, here's the last one. We're going to decide. So John <laughs> <laughs> Alvin's <laughs> average know. place at Spartan Race World Championship is 2.5. Atkins is 2.3. Oh
5: No, it doesn't
1: sway me. This is why you should have picked uh, Lindsay. So
4: much easier. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's album. I'll, I'll
4: be honest. If I'll be honest, if you take away the 2017 TMX result from me when Ryan Atkins kicked the living crap out of a bunch of really good CrossFitters, mm-hmm. I would be picking John Alvin right now. But that one race, I've said it a hundred times on podcast That one race, because I was there live in person watching him, is where I said I've never seen another athlete on the planet like Ryan Atkins. This yeah. he was going up a bu- against a bunch of 200 plus pound cyborgs. Yeah. And it lifting insanely heavy shit for a lot of reps. Jack knows what I'm talking about. And he almost took down the greatest functional fitness athlete of all time, Hunter McInerney, if you ask me. And then the next day, he could have went and dropped 110 miles at World's Toughest Mudder, the exact opposite of the spectrum. I'm sticking with Ryan.
1: Would you like me to message John and Ryan now and get him on the call and just get them to say, well,
4: again,
2: they are very different. They're very different, but they're both amazing at their different ends of the scope. like so, and everything in between. They're both incredible. I think,
1: yeah,
0: I think it's going to be, you can ask like 20 people and you may, between just those two, and you may get completely different answers across the board. All but, right. I think so, so Jack, me, it's
3: Alvin. Okay, um, so John John gets a vote from Luke and Natasha. Yancy, you're picking Ryan. Jack, you're picking
1: Ryan. Well, I've already picked, haven't I, because I went with Lindsay and Ryan, so I asked Ryan
3: can't believe you picked... Man, crap. So I'm the tiebreaker?
1: You're the tiebreaker, my friend.
3: Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm out
1: of this one. I've long gone. (laughs) I
3: I think in terms of pure dominance, and just all... John Alvin is the most dominant at a specific type uh, for for obstacle proficiency, but in terms of just ultra and always being there and also having a shot short and long no matter what, I'm going to have to give it to Ryan Atkins. Just do the... Due to the versatility, he, he it doesn't matter. Once I, I read that stat where he got a three K, he won it, and then ran 105 miles less a month later. Those are the two bookends of this sport. That's just that's absurd, in my opinion. And I I think that if you put them head to head hundred times, both of them are going to win fifty times on on a variety of courses. But I'm gonna have to go with John or uh, with Ryan over John. So, I'm definitely
1: I'm definitely yeah. getting them on too for the next podcast though.
3: <laughs> yeah, tough battle. I mean, so, I, I would be curious. I, I haven't really checked the names on who's voted, but I would love to see like if some of the top athletes, maybe in like the later rounds, will jump on this and, and give their opinion. But anyway, I, I know we've taken a bunch of time. I, I think it's really cool. Three, three Ryan's, two Johns. I'm really shocked. Lindsay didn't make it uh, as anybody's champion. But um, okay. I, I, Yancey, if you want to just tell how how people can access it and stuff, just to wrap this up.
4: Yeah. So head over to uh, yancycamp.com. Challenges, miscellaneous, drop down five days. What do we have? Three days left for voting. I I think we might
3: give a couple more days just because this is the first podcast we've been on. Well, we'll, by next week, by the, by Monday, next week, you're going to have to have your stuff in and then we're going to do round of 32 and then 16. And we'll, we'll triple it down after that.
4: Yeah. So two days each for the rounds of uh, the second, third, fourth, fifth and sixth round. I mean, I'm telling you in the States here, when you get to the elite eight, sweet 16, elite eight, final four, things get crazy and things are about to get crazy. With this, I think we've shown in this call that we have the four one seeds are insane, and every single two seed. If any of the two seeds won, it really would. You, you they could pitch a good argument of why they chose yeah. their two seed. We are, we are ridiculously deep here with eight athletes, and in some cases, even a few three seeds. Are you kidding me? If somebody picks Amelia Boone, I mean, they've got a good argument. Are you kidding me? Raya Coble's got crazy titles. Zuzana. I mean, we're technically 12 stupid deep. So this is going to be epic to see who, uh, yeah. how this all unfolds.
3: And you make your own rules. You, like, like we had our debates. There's a bunch of reasons why you do it. It's not, who do you think would win head to head? Who's the best right now? You decide why someone advances. It's all up to you.
4: Yeah. I had somebody, so I yeah, had make- somebody come to me and say that Jack and I were downright crazy that we don't have Robert Killian as a number one. It's, Man, that's a full body of work. That's that's you know we 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 relied heavily on stats because stats don't lie. But we probably batted we, bat, we batted back and forth with probably thirty phone calls and text messages. I mean, the text messages were flying for a couple weeks, yeah. and yeah. we ended up tweaking things here and there. So it's uh, it's tough. But like any great bracket, there's there's lots of discussions and let's get yeah. the, let's get the debate train going, my friends.
3: All of, all of us had the ones and twos. All five of us had the same ones and twos advanced, So I think we did a pretty reasonable job. And there are a couple names yeah. that you might not know a lot about in the background, but I feel like we did a pretty good job explaining at least why they deserve the spot on here.
0: And that was great fun. Great fun as well. Yeah. Uh, debating, chatting about them all. And, Holy uh,
4: shit, that was a long one, boys.
0: Almost
5: yeah. two <laughs> hours
3: of uh, chatting. <laughs> wow, well, it was fun, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.
4: Rock and roll.
0: Wow, that was a long episode, but a really good one. I think the, the GOAT of OCR is one of those debates, chats you could have for even longer than we had in that episode. Um, you could throw loads of different names in there, but I think all in all, we got to uh, pretty much two of the best people in the sport, um, took it all the way down to the end, and that was a, it was a great little chat. Um if you're wanting to help support the show even more, um, you can check out our YouTube channel, um, which is over on YouTube, OCR Audio. Just search for us. We've got plenty of new content going on there. We've got a lot of top five videos, top five ram roller exercises, top five uh, unwritten rules of OCR, which is quite an interesting one. The um,
1: the coffee hour goes on there as well. Um, We're throwing obviously the we appreciate the coffee hours a long time, but to be fair, the last three we've done, we've had some really good top end guests, and it is just an open forum chat on Zoom for people to come in. They're unedited. Um, So what we suggest is, if you want to be a part of those coffee hours, is actually come on live to our next one, so you haven't got to sit back and listen. Um, But in general, they do go on Facebook. So if you do find yourself with sort of two hours kicking and you're bored at home. Um, yeah listen to the coffee hour as well but they go on YouTube and like Luke said we're trying to really put on some more stuff on the on the on the YouTube as I call it um, to try and promote that as well so it'd be cool if you go over there head over there subscribe uh, like all the videos as well that's appreciated obviously if you subscribe you get to see new videos as they get posted because they really are just keep going out and out and out Um, And also, if you really want to help us with um, financial help, um, we obviously have a Patreon now, uh, the Audioites. And for as little as, I think it's about £5, which is about $7, fifteen dollars you can support the podcast. Uh, what we do with that money is it helps promote um, the podcast effectively, gives us new equipment, new gear, keeps our sound quality goods. Um, it helps to buy uh, memberships to things like Zoom and all those type of recording things. Um, what you get is you get added to our special Facebook group, The Audioites, where there's no end of content going in there. Uh, we've got top pros in there giving advice. We do videos. We do uh, online stuff. We get free competitions, build fit. Um, discount um, general also we get admittance to the coffee hour half hour before anybody else so you can come on and ask your questions especially if you've got a top guest on um, generally it's a really cool thing to be involved with we hope to um, expand obviously the racing COVID virus thing has really stopped the whole of racing come to a halt but um, we're kind of hoping that going forward you know um, we can offer a hell of a lot more as we get racing again so yeah head over to Patreon